And we are live. How's everybody doing tonight? My name is Anthony Brian Logan, and you're watching and or listening to ABL Live. Thank you all for being here tonight. I most certainly appreciate you guys. You could be almost anywhere in the world, but you're right here with me live on the show. And I thank you all for that. Please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff for me. We got a whole lot going on. First of all, first and foremost, uh, rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman, aka the Black Panther, aka Jackie Robinson, aka James Brown. Rest in peace. 43 years old, way too young to die of colon cancer. He had it since 2016, so that means that he was diagnosed in his 30s. Very sad. Also, shout out to Kyle. What's my man's name? You know what I'm talking about. Uh, I'm going to get his name right just to make sure I don't get it wrong. Shout out to him for doing what he had to do. Protecting himself. Rittenhouse, that's his name, Cal Rittenhouse. Shout out to Cal Rittenhouse, 17 years old. Brave young man. Doing what a lot of people are afraid to do or just not able to do or not willing to do. So shout out to him. Shout out to all the patriots out there that are willing to fight for the country. And shout out to everybody out there that's fighting a battle within themselves. I salute all you guys. But we're going to talk about all that and more on tonight's episode of ABL Live. And I thank y'all for being here. I most certainly appreciate you guys. You guys are the best audience on the internet. Thank y'all for joining. If you like the content, if you like what you've heard in the first minute or so, give me a like on the video. Give me a thumbs up. If you are not subscribed yet, I don't know what you're waiting on. Hit the subscribe button right now. And when you do that, click the bell as well so you get notified whenever I go live or post a new video. Okay, announcement. Yes, I did get married. Yes, I am married. Um, we did not have the wedding yet. We're going to have the wedding next year. Okay, and you guys know who it is. You may see her in the chat as T-Pain. That is my wife. We'll be married officially in a... Well, we're, we're married officially now, but we're going to have the actual wedding next year when all this pandemic stuff clears up. Because I got to bring all my family and all of that from Virginia and all over the, the nation <laughs> down here to Tennessee. So... Um, yeah, that's my announcement. So if, if you guys are wondering, if you guys saw my ring in the video, that's what this is, you know. So I thank y'all. I appreciate it. And I'll be sharing pictures of the wedding when it happens next year. That'll be like right around in April. All right. So th those are my uh, my church announcements right quick. <laughs> I thank y'all. Yes. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm an old guy to be getting married for the first time. I'm 35, but hey, better late than never. And it was the right time for me. I had to make sure I had to make the right decision. You know, I don't have any kids either. So, you know, we're no statistics. We don't have any kids between us. And we're going to, you know, do things the right way. So nothing against somebody that does. I'm just saying I practice what I preach for real. So I, I thank y'all for sure. All right. Wow, the chat's already, <laughs> the chat is blowing up. Wow, thank y'all. All right, but well, we got a whole lot going on. Don't let, my, don't let me uh, and, and, and my situation get in the way of all the news that's going on. We got a whole lot happening. Um, 
Justice Smith says, make sure your wedding isn't a super spreader. It, it would not be a super spreader. Not at all. <laughs> and, and the venue we're going to be at is cool because it can be indoor and outdoor. Like, I don't want to really explain too much, but it's, it's, it's going to be good money. High ceilings and whatnot. So we got a whole lot going on. And I want to get to a lot of the news topics. And I thank y'all uh, again for your congratulations. Let me see. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Sarah says, my fiance and I are not young either. Uh, life or Nate is that life or no matter how. Are, okay, I'm with you. Now, we got a whole lot happening. Um, I'm going to start with the RNC recap just to go ahead and shift gears away from my personal life for a minute. <laughs> um, now, did you guys watch Trump's speech at the, you know, I was in and out doing everything that Thursday, but I was able to see Trump's speech and I thought that was great. I thought it was an excellent speech. I wanted to be able to cover the speech on, on Brandon's show, but I, I just couldn't be there up until when they ended, which was before the speech. But um, did you guys see the speech? I really enjoyed it. It was what they said Trump's speech was the longest speech in recent history. They said his speech was longer than Mitt Romney and Barack Obama's speeches combined back in 2012. Their acceptance speeches, that is, for the nomination for their respective parties. Longer than both of theirs combined put together. It's like an hour and 15 minutes. And talking about, oh, this is going to be a super spreader um, event. Oh, the, the, the doctor, the so-called doctor on CNN. Did you, did you guys see my video today about a doctor on CNN? Talking about, oh, this is going to be a, a super spreader event. It's going to be a lot of cases. Now, mind you, there was about 1,500 people in attendance at the White House, between 1,500 and 2,000. It's weird because when they want to try to make Trump appear to be a villain, they kind of want to overstate, but at the same time, not overstate the attendance numbers. Like at the event in Tulsa, they wanted to say that it was underattended, but at the same time, there were too many in attendance. Therefore, it could have been a super spreader. Then they said, that's the reason why Herman Cain died. Just stupid stuff, right? But anyway, um, so they said between 1,500 and 2,000 in attendance, and that could have been a super spreader because they weren't socially distanced and they weren't wearing masks, all right? But then when you go to um, the, the March on Washington organized by Al Sharpton, the FBI snitch, all of a sudden it's, it's something different. You had 50,000 people in DC elbow to elbow. And then when he was talking about that, he was like, oh, well, they're mostly wearing masks. First of all, 50,000 people elbow to elbow, they're not distancing. so. What are the masks really going to do? And not everybody had on the mask. Some people had on masks, but some people didn't. And the ones that did, they're digging in their nose, picking and flicking boogers and wiping their face. The nose is out. The, the, the goatee and whatnot, getting all types of stuff in it. I mean, they weren't really properly wearing the mask if they were wearing one and not everybody was wearing it, right? But that event is okay because it's about racial injustice. And the doctor, this is an actual physician, a guy that has on the white, the coat, the whole, you know, Doogie Howser, uh, what's that, Grey's Anatomy, whatever you want to call it. He had on the whole shebang, right, talking about um, racism as a public health issue. I'm like, for real, sir, racism, 
racism is, racism is not a concern in America. It's really not. The only racism that's a concern in America is that is, is racism that comes from the ones that are out there so-called marching. But you ain't nothing but really like the 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 march on Washington was not necessarily the Antifa and the BLM people. Some of them were there, but that wasn't necessarily the majority of them. I can't really tell. But the racism comes from the BLM and the Antifa people that come out at night. The, the, these zombies that come out at night, freaks come out at night. That's where the actual racism exists. Okay, they were attacking everybody or harassing everybody that came out of the White House after the RNC speech was over with. Rand Paul, uh, Vernon Jones. You had white guys screaming at Vernon Jones because he is a black Trump supporter. Like they, they were saying that specifically. Oh, you're a black Trump supporter. Do you support Trump? They're harassing him, harassing his wife, all types of stuff. Okay. And people talking about, oh, Rand Paul didn't really get attacked. He just got frustrated. Listen, if Barack Obama and Michelle Obama were in Rand Paul and Rand Paul's wife's shoes, and they were getting harassed and attacked like that, you would not hear, you would not have any kind of rationalization happen. Secret Service would be on their head in the instant. They'd be in Gitmo right now making bit rocks on the Little Rocks, straight up and down, and rightfully so. You can't go harassing people, especially not a senator of the United States or the president or something like that. Are you crazy? All, all of this right here, all, all of your top part and your dome piece would go all the way back in time. All, all of that right there would be missing. Uh, like all, all your jaw right here, that'd be pushed all the way back to your tonsils. You understand what I'm saying? You cannot be attacking people, harassing them like that. Leave people alone. Get out of my face. Hey, you know, the craziest part is that they're talking about, oh, we got to socially distance. We got to wear a mask. I was seeing people get confronted, attacked, harassed, and bullied. And they're like right here, right in front of their face. It's like, sir, I need you to give me six feet. Sir, I need you to stop spitting your schmutz on my, on my nose. You understand? Back up. Give me some space. I don't want to. I'm trying to get to my destination. That's it. I don't want nothing else. I'm, I'm good. I'm straight. I'm good money. But see, the media don't want to talk about that. And you got these fake doctors that go on TV and give them excuses. You got Joe Biden barely sounding coherent. Did you guys see Joe Biden? Listen, Joe Biden, this is this is pure elder abuse. And it's, it's really pathetic that they got that man out there looking like that. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go ahead and pull that up right quick so you guys can see it. Um, Let me see. Yeah, this this is crazy. Hold on. And shout out to Benny from Turning Point for the videos. He's a really good source to follow on the Twitters if you have it. And also Instagram. Um, Let me see here. So this is a video. I'm not really sure what this is about. Like where this is coming from, like something from NBC News. Um, but here's a clip of what he said. And just 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 listen to it. Listen to it. And if you're able to watch it visually, watch it and you'll see kind of what I'm talking about. By standing and recommending that you should be deployed to, quote, dominate your fellow citizens for exercising their rights to peacefully protest and threatening of governors didn't do something the president would by standing like this is ridiculous joe biden come on man this is this is just outrageous man he he should not be running for president right now this guy like he halfway he has one foot in the grave man and you know what part of me wants to make that be a joke 
but I'm serious. I'm extremely serious. Okay, this man has one foot in the grave. He should not be out there. This is elder abuse. This is big time elder abuse. The media want to turn a blind eye. Oh, we don't see that. Oh, it's no problem. They're going to keep trying to attack Trump, pile on Trump, but they're just totally ignoring this, you know, practically dead man over here in Joe Biden. It's elder abuse. Leave that man alone all day long. It was really sad. It, it was really sad to see Denise. It, it was really, really sad to see that. And you know what? You they, they could put somebody else in there that's not looking like that. All right. That's just that's just cruel, really. That's not even something that I would want to make a like I like part of me, I got the devil and the angel, right? The devil is saying, yo, make a joke, be funny, it is it's hilarious. The angel is like, yo, you see this man looking like he does not even know what's happening to him. And the angel was kind of where um I'm going, you understand? But that that devil will pop out and I will make a joke. That's just part of my nature. But hey man, it is what it is. That's just I'm I'm a human being. I, I what what are we gonna do? Oh, I'm gonna get to the NBA, Kyle. Thank you for your donation. He says I, I didn't know Dr. Rivers coached the Bucks, <laughs> Biden. I'm going to get to the NBA, trust me, because I am a humongous NBA fan. I've been to pro games. Okay, I've been watching. I've been playing the video games since I've been a kid. I mean, I've been to pro. I, I've been, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a humongous fan. I saw Tyron Lue, who I think is going to be a head coach because LeBron wants him to be as his friend. But Tyron Lue, I saw him play when he was in college at the, um, at the PAT, it's a it's a no PIT. Pardon me, in Portsmouth, Virginia, it's a tournament that college players who were kind of like under the radar play in to get the eyes of NBA scouts, you know. So, and I got family that played in the old what what was that the ABA back in the sixties and the seventies. I'm six foot three myself. I used to be able to dunk when I was a, when I was younger. I can't no more. My my knees ain't no more good. My back is telling me yo. You, you might want to try to get up there and, and, and slam it, but we're going to go ahead and just let you stay on the ground and keep the gravity where it's supposed to be. So it, it is what it is. But yeah, um, I'm a big basketball fan. I'm going to get to the NBA in a minute. But getting back to your man, Joe Biden, that is really a shame that they got him out there like that because he does not know what's going on. And I saw Trump today. Trump looks spry. Trump looked like a, a, a young, vibrant man, to use his words, in comparison to Joe Biden. Although Trump is no spring chicken. Trump is, what, I think 74 years old? He's no spring chicken, but good grief. He looks like my age compared to Joe Biden, and that's really a shame. So his numbers, Joe Biden's numbers are continuously just dwindling down, as are the numbers for Black Lives Matter. As a matter of fact, um, there's a poll. I put it on the screen before you. This is from the Daily Caller. And shout out to them. They're a really good um, news source, Daily Caller. I think I saw Tucker Carlson's website, or he owns it. Now, look at this. Support for protests plummets in Wisconsin, dropping 25 points in two months. So the, the, the poll for Black Lives Matter, it, it went from 25% to zero in two months. This does nothing for the Democratic Party, for liberals or the far left, but it just puts them on the island by themselves. They'll have support among those that support them 
But the problem is that people that support them are few and far in between. You have some regular normies out there that don't know any better and will vote Democrat regardless of what. But those that are awake and understand what's going on, they understand how they're voting and why they're going to vote a certain way to swing voter. They're not going to vote for this. If you are a person on the fence, you're a swing voter. Why would you vote for this? You might not really know who you're going to vote for. You might say, all right, it might be Joe. It might be Trump. If you just hate Trump, but you're seeing this and you hate that too, you're going to do some, you're going to have options. Now, your first option is to vote for the worst thing, which you're not going to do. If you have a brand in your head, you're not going to vote for the chaos. If you live in Minneapolis and your city gets burned down every uh, few days because of some moron doing something they shouldn't be doing, one guy popped himself in broad daylight in front of kids, grandma, granddaddy, witnesses in broad daylight and on a public street with cameras everywhere. Uh, it, it was recorded. I saw it. Unfortunately, I don't. Please don't watch that. If you don't if you don't want to see somebody in their own life, please do not watch that tape. But anyway, he did that. And people that were recording it talking about, oh, you did it. The police did it. He killed. And when that happened. People went out there and rioted it again, tore stuff down. If you are a swing voter and you seeing stuff like that, why would you vote for it? Why would you vote for those that support it? You might hate Trump. You might not want to vote for Trump. You may do a cop out and vote for Joe Jorgensen, but that'd be dumb as well because she also supports Black Lives Matter. She'll say, oh, I don't support the organization, but I support the notion. That's also a cop out phrase because if you support the, the notion of Black Lives Matter, you're talking about, oh, we can't just be passively anti-racist. We got to be actively anti-racist. That is a mantra of the Black Lives Matter people and those that are out there looting and shooting and carrying on. You are a supporter, regardless of what you say, talking about on-sport or people that are out there have no idea what the organization is. They don't know Sabrina. They don't know these people that are out there that actually are with it, the, the head honchos. They don't know anything about Act Blue and where the monies are going. They have no idea. They just are out there screeching Black Lives Matter before they throw a Molotov cocktail through your car window and burn you up. So you're going to vote either for Trump or for nobody. And if you vote nobody, that makes the really enthusiastic Trump voters have an easier time of being able to get Trump elected in a particular state, which just boosts them electoral votes up and it'll get them across the finish line real quick and easy. You know, we, we looking like Walter Mondale, 1984. The only way they're going to be able to get beyond that is if they try to cheat with this vote by mail nonsense. Then they try to say, oh, Trump votes by mail. Why can't we? Why can't the whole nation? That's not what Trump does. When they say vote by mail, what they mean is universal mail-in voting. That's not the same thing as absentee voting, which is what Trump does. Absentee voting is fine because guess what? You have to apply for it. You got to ask for it. You can't just get a ballot sent to you. Universal mail-in ballots mean you get a ballot sent to you just because you are a registered voter. It doesn't matter if you're dead. It doesn't matter if you didn't moved. It doesn't matter if it goes to your dog or your cat. It doesn't matter. They're going to send it out to you regardless of what. Okay. There were already 900 ballots in Michigan that were rejected because people were dead this year. 900 ballots. So how do you have 900 dead people voting? One guy already got locked up. Oh, pardon me. It was a lady. She was looking kind of bulldaggerish. But one lady got locked up because she filled out Democrat on 400 mail-in ballots. So it does happen. 
Oh, voter fraud is rare. It doesn't happen. I can't tell. 900 people. Matter of fact, I'm going to find that right quick. I'm going to find that right quick just so you know it ain't just me talking. Okay. Um, 900 ballots rejected. Okay, here we go. And this is it. All right, boom. Report. Michigan rejects nearly 900 mail-in ballots because it came from dead voters 13 days ago. This was this year. So, I mean, what are we talking about? This is on Newsbreak. Let me find another website just so you know it's not, you know, one one source. Okay. Here's one. Oh, this, this is even better. This is from The Hill. Okay. At least 65,000 absentee. Hold on. Let me try to get this. 65,000 absentee or Maryland ballots have been rejected this year. Report. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read some of this. <laughs> now, it, the hill is funny. While the overall number of disqualified ballots is considered small, 65,000, that's small. I mean, some of these, uh, some of the states were decided in 2016 by less than 5,000 votes. And that could be the matter of 20, 30 electoral votes. This is not a, this is not a game. You're talking about Michigan, Pennsylvania, 5,000, 6,000, 8,000 votes. 65,000 votes is a tremendous amount, and especially if they're swing voters, people that are dead. You can, you can overtake somebody if you have 10,000 fraudulent votes in the place and they're counted. So, yeah, voter fraud does most certainly happen. And it's going to be easier to happen when you have universal mail-in ballots, when you just send out stuff like junk mail. I was hearing reports of ballots being on the ground. Uh, it, it was so many ballots on the ground. It was like junk mail to the point where the ballots stuck on apartment building bulletin boards, <laughs> bulletin boards. So no, 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 no. I'm just not a fan at all. All right. Yeah, I saw that Paul 48, six Democrat mayors from Minnesota endorsed President Trump. I saw that. That's excellent. Shout out to them because I understand what's going on. They They, they get it. They, they totally get it. All right. How are you going to be in Minnesota endorsing Joe Biden? How is it possible? How does it make any sense? It doesn't. All right. But what else we got going on? Let's talk about the NBA right quick. Um, the NBA National Basketball Association. Um, these guys are, are, are a mess. <laughs> a, a total and complete mess. All right. Now, you guys know what happened, right? Jacob Blake got popped. Didn't die. I think I said he died in one video, but he didn't die. He just got shot. He got hurt. You think he got paralyzed, but he's not dead. Oh, they handcuffed him to the bed. He's handcuffed to the bed. So what? I mean, how about this? How about uh, don't get arrested? Don't attack cops and maybe you'd be okay. But anyway, um, so Jacob Blake gets popped and my team, unfortunately, Milwaukee Bucks decided they were not going to come back out of the game that they were playing in protest of the guy getting popped. Now, okay, this was a harebrained scheme from the very beginning. The reason why the NBA came back the way it came back with Black Lives Matter emblazoned on the basketball court, all these SJW phrases on their jersey, say her name, vote, equality, Black Lives Matter on the back of their jersey, 
was because they were protesting against stuff like uh, George Floyd and anybody that gets shot by a cop. Whether it's right or wrong, they're going to go out there and protest, right? Okay, so that was the reason why they have all this stuff going on. So if that, if you already got that going on, why would you protest more? You already protesting. How are you going to protest more? You're going to protest by boycotting yourself. That's all you're really doing. If you're walking out of the basketball game that you get paid to play, you're boycotting yourself. It's, it's so dumb. It's just like saying, okay, I'm working my job, right? I'm at my desk. I'm, I'm, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm doing my job. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go ahead and just walk out of my own job because I want to protest uh, this thing that happened. And I'm going to demand justice. And, and the funniest part was when the guys came out reading a sheet of paper like they're reading book report in the fourth grade. Um, we want to tell people, it's like, sir, come on, man. I need you to come out there and just talk normal. Just say what you want. You don't got to have this, you know, prepared statement that you can barely read. That was, it was so silly. So they had this whole boycott, right? They're moving. They're, they're saying, okay, we're, we're not going to play. We're boycotting. And then just a, a day later, they reversed it. Now I'm going to go back a little bit. They had a meeting, right? They had a closed door meeting with LeBron and Chris Paul. Now LeBron, you know who LeBron is, obviously. He's the best basketball player in the game, arguably, um, his basketball skills can't be denied, but anything else he's not good at. That's just the reality of the situation. Okay. Not very smart aside from basketball and that's it. Uh, ex like I said, fantastic basketball player, but that's all. Anyway, his team, the Lakers and Kawhi Leonard and George Paul, their team, the Clippers said, we're not going to play anymore. We're done for the whole season. But nobody else was with that. They were saying, wait, hey, hey, wait, wait, hold your horses now. If we don't play, there's going to be a hit on some money. I think the, the number was 30%. If they don't play in these playoff games they got, they may lose a billion dollars, and that's going to affect the salary cap, and you're going to have guys getting paid 30% less. Now, for LeBron James, Steph Curry, Kawhi Leonard, George Paul, a.k.a. Paul George, these guys – have no real issue with that kind of drop necessarily because they're making $50 million a year or whatever they're making. They're making a stupid amount of money. They can say, all right, I'll take a 30% loss for the cause. Black Lives Matter, which is dumb anyway. Like if I'm getting paid $80 million, I'm not taking one red cent of a cut for any cause. If I want to give to a cause, I'll give to a cause, but I'm not going to just take my money. That's like having Black Lives Matter take a percentage of my take-home pay. No, sir. Okay, if I want to donate to whatever I want to donate to, I'll do that on my own, but I ain't taking no pay cut. But anyway, so they want to take a pay cut because of the whole protest. So you got guys in the league that are not making LeBron James money. You got guys in the league that are on 10-day contracts, barely able to sign, trying to make it, got one foot in the league, one foot out, baby mamas, kids, bills, they take care of five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten households. They're the, um, the breadwinner for their whole family. Aunts, uncles, grandmas, everybody. They're like, wait, wait, hold your horses now. Let's not do that. Let's keep on playing. We already protesting. What are we doing? So LeBron James got overruled. So did Paul George, a.k.a. George Paul and Chris Paul. So now they went back on. So all they did was take a, a game off talking about, oh, we protested. What? And then Major League Baseball and also the NHL did the same thing.
took a game off. It's like, all right, all you did was just rest for a day. Who cares? Like, that's like just having a day where you don't play games. I don't even really care. Then they said, okay, we're going to come back triumphantly today. Don't care. Do not care. All right. They're going to lose a lot of money behind this. And you know what? Um, shout out to David Stern. Rest in peace, David Stern. He was a great commissioner. And shout out to my man. I must, I'm going to get his name because he had a really good video about this. And I'm, I want to say his name to give him a shout out. You guys give me one second because he had a really good video about the whole situation. Black and white sports. Thank you, sir. Black and white sports. Check him out on YouTube. He had a really good video about this. He's speaking about David Stern, the former NBA commissioner. David Stern would not tolerate this. Um, when Jordan retired, there was a period of time. I know sports talk, but bear with me. When Jordan retired, there was a period of time when Iverson came in when it was like this whole thug image, you had guys wearing do-rags and long white tees and they had streetwear on the sidelines. It was like really thugged out. That's not how you're supposed to dress on the sideline. It just, it just didn't look good, right? So David Stern said, okay, look, no more of this. You guys got to wear a coat, a pair of slacks. You can't, he put a dress code in the NBA and guys invited it, by it. You know, it wasn't no more thug life going on on the sidelines. Guys put on a suit, tie, whatever. They dress right. Guys had full three-piece suits, vests, the whole thing on the sidelines because of what David Stern did, right? And then before that, when Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf, a.k.a. Chris Jackson, wanted to protest the national anthem, David Stern said, no, no, no. You're going to be blackballed from the league. So there was actually a rule that said no anthem kneeling, no crazy dressing, um, cut down on the cussing, and trying to intimidate the rest. We're not going to do that either. He had... He ran a tight ship, but when he retired and gave it to Adam Silver, Adam Silver's paper tiger. He has no no backbone, no spine. He's letting whatever go on. You got guys like Russell Westbrook wearing cutoff shirts with the chest showing, like the dress code was out of control. Then the whole thing with the Black Lives Matter. Then the whole thing with the kneeling in the first game of the season. Just doing way too much. Not letting, not having control of the organization. And as a result, they're going to lose popularity. And they're going to not be what they were before as far as money-wise. Simple. Same thing with the NFL. They're, they're trying to do the same thing. Ryan Tannehill from the Tennessee Titans out there talking in front of his team. Like, he's the only one that can read, but he can barely read himself. But anyway, trying to be like, oh, man, we got to do better. Nothing that they're going to do is going to improve lives for anybody, black, white, Puerto Rican, Kenny Strike. Nobody cares. You play a game for a living. Okay, my, my, I'm, I'm not going to just shrivel up and die if I can't watch basketball anymore, although I really enjoy it. I'll be okay. You know, I'll watch some guys over in Lithuania play basketball if I got to, rather than these crybabies over here making millions of dollars. You know, and then I got to add one last point here. There, there's class warfare right now in, in the NBA because you got LeBron and guys like that, the big money makers that are trying to say, well, we're going to protest. We're not going to make a certain amount of money. We'll take a pay cut. But guys that are not making any kind of money who are trying to get into the league don't like that. And they're going to clash. It's class warfare. Some of the old guys like LeBron and Chris Paul, you know, they, they're trying to talk to guys like, uh, what's, what's a man's name from the Grizzlies? I forget his name. Uh, Zion Williamson. They're trying to talk to guys like that. Rookie contracts, non-guaranteed money. They're trying to tell them, do X, Y, and Z. They're like, nope, I'm going to do what I want to do. I got money too, so what? So it's just a weird situation. 
yeah, the playoffs, like the, the whole product sucks. The, the, the NBA is garbage. And if they're if they going to keep on doing this, it's going to be damaging for a very long time. They can't just snap back because what are they going to do next year? Are they going to keep the Black Lives Matter jerseys and the slogans? How long, how long is that going to go on? I'm not really sure, but I digress. Um, now, what, what did Doc Rivers do? Uh, I was seeing something about somebody said uh, Joe Biden thinks Doc Rivers coaches the Bucks. <laughs> did, did, he ever, did he ever play for the Bucks when he was playing? I thought he played for the Celtics. I don't think he ever played for the Bucks. Maybe I'm wrong, but I know he coaches. What's he coaching now? The Clippers? Where is he even at? I forgot. I know. He, I know he was on the. He coached the Celtics. I think he's now on the Clippers as a coach, coaching uh, George Paul and uh, Kawhi Leonard and Patrick Beverly and all these guys. All right. Oh, and China. Oh, the NBA so triggered and butthurt about what's happening right here in America, but them to come to China, their trade partner, basically. People say, oh, he, he's an American. He plays in America. They play games in China, too. They, they played in Shenzhen, which is right by Hong Kong. Didn't say a word about Hong Kong when they were out there, nor when they came back. How about that? All right, but you want to talk about Black Lives Matter and it, take, a, take a game off because somebody got shot when they were resisting the arrest. I mean, come on, cut it out. <laughs> Let's just, I mean, like, what are we really doing? So all of that is so dumb. Okay. Now, uh, he, he does not own the Clippers, though. <laughs> uh, Steve Ballmer said, uh-uh. Yeah, trying to be an owner in the league, that's a whole different ball of wax right there. All right. Let me see. I'm, I'm reading this right here. The Rapper 10,000 says, heard what Joy Reid said about black speakers at the RNC, like Herschel Walker and Disabled Man. I did not hear what she said. What did she say? I can kind of guess what she said, but what did she actually say? I don't really know. Oh, was, was Doc Rivers crying? Yeah, I saw guys on TV crying. I saw Doc Rivers crying, one guy from the Mets crying. It's like, why, why are y'all crying? I didn't see guys lose their grandmama and play the next day and not cry. Why are you crying about a stranger? For what? Crocodile tears. I don't care. Take that cayenne pepper you had to make them tears come out and put it away, sir. I'm not buying your act. I don't care. I do not care. All right, but what else we got going on? Thank y'all for being here. Definitely appreciate you guys. If you like what you're hearing so far, give me your thumbs up on the video. I like the video. Share all that good stuff. How many we got in the building? Like 5,200? Maybe I'm tripping. It could be more or less. I don't even know. Yeah, 5,200. Thank y'all for joining. We got a whole lot going on. Absolutely. All righty. And is Sweden still burning? <sighs> that's, that's crazy. All right. Now, what's the next topic I got on deck? It's a lot I wanted to cover tonight. <laughs> oh, Yes. Now, did you guys see the video I did today about the operation in Georgia? Operation, what was that? I know it was one in Ohio as well. This is Operation, let me make sure I get it right. I'm going to look it up right quick. Uh, hold on one second. It was two operations. One was in, well, it's, it's actually multiple operations. Operation Not Forgotten, that's right. So Operation Not Forgotten in the Atlanta area of Georgia which kind of stretched out to other states like Florida as well, but it was based in the uh, Atlanta, Georgia area. Operation Not Forgotten. Now, you had 39 children that were rescued in that sweep, just in the Atlanta area, 39 children who were all either forced into sex slavery or they were nearly forced into it, okay? Endangered children, missing, kidnapped, whatever you call it, runaways, all of that, you understand? So... 
Why is that not big mainstream media news? When I did a search for it on Google, I was finding some stuff. I saw an article on CNN and also on Fox, but I didn't see it everywhere like I would normally see a big story. Like if I was to search right now for Chadwick Boseman, rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman, 43 years old, died of colon cancer, way too young to die. Um, big fan of Chadwick Boseman, Chadwick Boseman, part of me from Black Panther, Jackie Robinson, uh, James Brown, my fan of his. But when you search Chadwick Boseman, his name is everywhere. New York Times, Washington Post, Huffington Post, CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, Fox News, everywhere. All right. But when you search uh, Operation, let me get it right, Operation Not Forgotten, when you search uh, Georgia child trafficking, you don't really get many results. You, you get a lot of local news results, but not many from the mainstream media. Why is that? Can we can we talk about I mean, like, is there a reason now? Is it a coincidence? I'm just asking. I'm not I'm not I'm not giving I'm not asking the rhetorical question to imply a thing. I'm just asking the question to get you to think. Is it a coincidence that Facebook shut down like 10, not 10,000, pardon me, like, like a thousand Q pages and or profiles? Is it a coincidence that New York Times did not report on the Georgia story of the children that got saved, but they've done multiple stories about Q talking about they hijacked the Save the Children hashtag. Is it a coincidence that they were talking about Save the Children and now you have multiple operations around the country to save the children? Is it a coincidence or what? I'm just asking. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. I'm just saying it seems like a really big coincidence. Like what's really going on? I feel like a lot of the things that the, the Q movement talks about we're seeing happening. So like I said, I don't know much about them really, but I, I get told about them and a lot of what they say to me, I see going on in my regular everyday, just, just watching what's going on in the news and whatnot, finding information, digging for clues and whatnot. I'm seeing it happen. They want to say, oh, it's a, they're pushing dangerous conspiracy theories, dangerous conspiracy theories. What is dangerous about uh, trying to save children from sex trafficking? That's actually a thing that has happened. It's happening right now. Today, I did a story on it. I got evidence. I got links. I got video. I got the whole nine yards. 39 children saved in Atlanta, Georgia in one sweep. So imagine how many did not get saved. You know, and then that's just one place. What about everywhere else? I don't even really know where all the other operations are. Like I said, there was one in Ohio called Operation um, Safety Net. They said they bought 20 children in the same circumstance. You probably got them in New York, Chicago, L.A., San Francisco, Texas, all over the place. So why are we not? Why is that? I feel like it's being hidden because they don't want to validate that hashtag save the children, therefore partially validating Q. That's kind of what I'm thinking, but I could be totally wrong. I have no idea. I'm just asking a few questions. All I can really say is shout out to the U.S. Marshals for saving those children from that life from these barbarians hopefully whoever did that to them they get the rope right away ain't no bit rocks little rocks ain't no getting more i'm talking about the rope right away uh, instantly like asap waste no time don't don't go through trial and all of that nah go ahead and just rope simple and just be and be done with it if you if you're abusing kids you, you need to get the ultimate period i don't care all right so Hold on. Somebody says, um, right on Facebook, 
Save the children is far-right conspiracy. Really? Exactly. If it's a far-right conspiracy, then why did I do a story about it today where they actually got saved, like today in Georgia? And why are there other operations happening right now all over the country, not just in Georgia and Ohio and everywhere else in the country? There's at least 14 operations happening right now as we speak. I don't know where they all are. It could be in your backyard. I had an Amber Alert today on my phone. Now, your, the question I would ask is, when you get an Amber Alert, where do these children go? Like, do you get to follow up and say, hey, X, Y, Z, they got found safely. So how did they end? You might get an Amber Alert. That might be an abduction and they might not see the child for a long time or ever again, unfortunately, but it is what it is. All right. So I thank y'all again for being here and shout out to my man, um, Cal Rittenhouse. That's his name. Cal Rittenhouse. 17-year-old young man from Kenosha, Wisconsin. Well, he lived, his mom lived in Antioch, but I'm, I'm going to talk about that. Shout out to Coleon Noir. He did a really good video about this. Um, I watched his video after I did mine. He broke down all the facts. Really, really good video. Shout out to Coleon Noir. Um, also, Donna Operator, he did a good video too. But Coleon had all the facts like boom, 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 laid out real clean, crisp and clear. Now... Cal Rittenhouse was working as a lifeguard in Kenosha right before this whole thing happened. After he got off work as a lifeguard, he said, hey, let's go clean up some uh, some graffiti that all these people left out here in Kenosha. Let's clean up what these guys left. And there's pictures of him cleaning up graffiti. If I could find it, I'll put it on the screen. He was literally like doing some volunteer work. Here it is. Boom. I'm going to go ahead and put that up. So that's him right there. I'm going to turn it around so you can see his face. Matter of fact, there we go. So he's literally cleaning up graffiti, right? That's what he was doing when he got off of work as a lifeguard. So this this guy, he's he's a real deal, right? So after... He got done being a lifeguard that day for his job. After he got done cleaning up graffiti, he got a call, I think, to him and his buddy to go help protect a business that had been looted. Or it was one person that had other businesses that he was fearing that might be looted. One already got looted. And he was fearing that more would be looted. So Cal and the buddy went down to the place and they were there to protect that business from being looted. And there was an interview with him. And shout out to you, shout out to you guys that are on Instagram with me. I put a video of um, Kyle talking about going down there to the place and protecting it and what he was out there for. But they deleted my video talking about, oh, if you put something else up here like that, you might get your account deleted. I'm like, really? What did I do that was wrong? What is a big deal? Anyway, um, in the interview, he was saying, hey, I'm just here to protect this, this place. And if anybody gets hurt, I'm gonna run into the, the I'm gonna I'm I'm run to you and run into into danger. I have a med kit right here, so my purpose is to be out here helping people, and that's what he did. Um, there was reports, what from what I've read, that he was actually helping people that had been injured with his med kit. He was rendering them aid out there, right? So it it got to a point where the police were trying to like herd a lot of the so-called protesters, really rioters to one particular part of the city. And as a result, they got moved to right where he was 
which is right in front of the place guarding it. So then it became kind of a, a tense thing between him and the rioters, right? So there was a series of him trying to evade and not really trying to get into anything, just trying to protect. Um, it, it got to a point where one guy was, you know, throwing things at him. I think he threw a Molotov cocktail or something like that. We threw something at him as he was running away. Cal is. Cal was running away from the guy with a long rifle still. So he's not trying to engage in any kind of fighting. They said oh, he went out there for war. No, he didn't. He was out there to protect himself. He didn't want to shoot nobody, but if he had to, he would. It was a last resort. So he was running away from the guy, and then the guy's chasing him. Now, if you're chasing that guy with a rifle and you don't have a gun on you, then you're just a, a moron. You're just a, to, to, a stomp down idiot or you got a death wish. And the guy that was chasing them was the same one that said, shoot me in word, shoot me, little five foot two dude, who was also a convicted pedophile. But I digress. So he's chasing them and gets him into a corner. And he's like right behind him. As Cal turns around, the guy tries to grab his, the, the barrel of his, uh, of his rifle. So when that happens, Kyle shoots to defend himself and that guy dies. And when the guy was on the ground shot, Kyle was on the phone right there and he was getting ready to render him aid. All right. This, this, this is what the lawyer said, too. And if I can find a lawyer, something, I put that in the box. This is what the lawyer said for Kyle. He's trying to render him aid, although he just shot him because he's not he, he had no intention of trying to hurt this man or kill him, but he had to defend himself. But then here comes a mob on him because they don't know what happened probably they think he just shot him for no reason whatever whatever and he runs away again because he doesn't want to get his life taken while he's trying to help somebody else with their life again he's got to defend himself so he's getting chased he's getting chased ran down the street again with a long rifle you got a whole mob chasing him and then he trips and falls on the ground now when he falls on the ground one guy attempts to like like jump on him or something and he shoots him. Another guy like hits him in the head with a skateboard or tries to. And he gets shot. No, nah, pardon me. The one guy tried to jump on him. I think I don't know if he got shot or not. But one guy tried to hit him in the head with a skateboard. He got shot. The other guy had a gun out, like a, like a Glock or something like that, like a handgun on him, extended. And he got shot right in the elbow where the gun was at. And the video was crazy. He had the gun out, and then it went like this. <laughs> his, his hand went immediately limp. He still had a gun in his hand. Now, shout out to him. You must have been having adrenaline because if your whole elbow is taco meat at this particular point in time, and you still got a gun in your hand, man, you must, I don't know what was going on, but he had a gun, and he got shot right there. The aim was beautiful. This is all while Kyle's on the ground with a long gun. Excellent. And also, Kyle had a jam and was able to clear it and then hit him. All of this is because they were attacking him. He did not go after anybody. He ran away multiple times and had no choice other than to shoot. Now, the only thing Cal may have done wrong was be 17 years old, open carrying a rifle, because you might need to be 18. But he may not be in the wrong, depending upon certain circumstances. Like if he had like a guardian permission, like I'm not really sure what the law is up there, but he may not be in trouble for that. But he could be in trouble for that, being 17 rather than 18. Then they said that the rifles crossed state lines. That's not true. They had the rifles there with him because remember, he got off work and went straight there. He got off work and went to 
clean up the graffiti. This is this all in Kenosha. He works in Kenosha as a lifeguard. His mom lives in Antioch. Antioch is like 12 miles away. You can drive and I can drive where I'm at right now. I live in a small city. I can drive 12 miles and still be in the same city. You understand what I'm saying? And I know if you live in a big city, you can drive 12 miles and still be in the same city. This is not very far away. He worked in Kenosha. It's right there. So he got off the job as a lifeguard and then he went to go clean up the graffiti and then he was out there protecting the businesses and then he was getting attacked by the protesters. They're shooting at him, throwing stuff at him, trying to hurt him and he defended himself. Clear cut self-defense. All right. Murder one, he'll beat that with a stick. Ain't nothing. That's going to be easy. Easy money to beat. Okay. A gun charge, maybe, but definitely not murder one. So it is what it is. The only reason why they're getting them on the murder one is because of the situation, because of the circumstances, not because you actually did anything wrong. It is what it is. All right. So thank you all for being here. I appreciate you guys. If you like what you're hearing so far, give me a thumbs up on the video. I'd appreciate you if you did that. And we got a whole lot going on on the stream. Did I cover everything I wanted to cover before we got to the Super Chats? I think I covered everything I wanted to cover. Hold on. Let me see what else I got. I think I pretty much got it, got it at all. Uh, hold on. Yeah, say, say the children, the NBA boycotts. We'll talk about Rand Paul, I guess, in, in the calls. Now, somebody said Charles, Nicholas, Wall, and Ashley Anderson. I don't know who they are. You got to inform me. You know, put something in the chat or send me an email or something like that. Send me a Twitter or Instagram because I don't know exactly who they are. Yeah, there's nobody who's going to get first degree murder. That's, that's, I mean, this, this overcharging stuff is just stupid because in the end, what's going to happen is they're going to beat it. Just like in um, the George Floyd case, they're going to beat that. Those, the other officers, especially, you might get Derek Chauvin maybe, but probably not because he didn't actually shoot him. He did not shoot the guy. He had a knee on his neck, which is an approved policy. That was approved. People say, oh, eight minutes, 46 seconds. So wait, where in the policy did it say how long you got to have the actual, uh, the hold? It was an actual approved policy that you get trained on in Minneapolis. If it was not an approved policy that you get trained on, there might be a case. But if they say, okay, you got to do this to subdue somebody, and it says knee on the neck, and that's what you got taught by the police, I mean, and then on top of that, George Floyd was on drugs, and that's probably what caused him to die rather than this whole thing about uh, with a knee on the neck. So they're going to beat those charges. They try to get him on, you know, Keith Ellison, the former Nation of Islam member, who is now the Attorney General of Minnesota. If he wants to get uh, Derek Chauvin and all, uh, and all the other guys on big charges, he'll take an L ASAP. And once he loses, that'll pretty much be a wrap for him when you're talking about becoming reelected so it is what it is all right exactly somebody uh joyce says you can drive five minutes from detroit and be in canada exactly are oh, you cross country line five minutes away i mean come on but the, the whole thing about you cross state lines that's that's, a, that's that's this that's this astroturf thing that the media do when they want to try to make things be more than what it is when they try to convince you with things that's not necessarily so when they want to it's just like marketing really and you keep hearing that over and over again. You bring it up in your mind anytime that happens. Oh, he crossed state lines. He shouldn't have been doing it. Yeah. Not knowing that state line, like Kenosha is like right on the border. That's like saying you cross state lines to go to um, Kansas City, Missouri from Kansas City, Kansas City. 
is is literally right beside each other. Yes, you are crossing state lines, but you're in the same city. Let me see. <laughs> all right. So thank you all for being here. I appreciate you guys. Super chats on deck right quick. And then we get to the calls in a few minutes. Yeah. So free Cal Rittenhouse. The moral of the story, free Cal Rittenhouse. Hopefully they do free him, uh, Louisa. Hopefully they do free Cal Rittenhouse because he deserves it. Oh, and this show is available on your favorite audio streaming platform, whether that be Spotify, Google, was it Google Play, Apple iTunes, Stitcher, Anchor, whatever it is. And a link for that will be in the description box below. Uh, these hats I have on my head right now are also available through the link in the description box below uh, over on ablmerch.com. And do I have a link for that in the box? Wow, where is it? Okay, yeah, there it is. Okay, I thought I didn't have it in the box. There we go. ablmerch.com. And the flags I have are available through BHE Designs. So I'll put those links right here in the chat box. These are affiliate links, so please use those. I'd appreciate it. All right. And let's go to the Super Chats. And let me see. Shout out to Tony Boswell, who says, much respect, ABL in the chat. Smash the like button and show support. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Thank you to Interracial Patriots, who says, congrats on your marriage. Thank you for that. I appreciate you. Thank you to Interracial Patriots, who says, based off her most recent, quote unquote, announcement, we think Candace Owens is indeed running for president 2024. Did you see the video? Well, I saw... She was talking about being pregnant, but I don't know about running for president. I mean, hopefully she does. If she's old enough to run, hopefully she does. I mean, that'd be great. That'd be fantastic. Either her or Trump Jr. Either we get 12 more years or we get Candace Owens. She's a, she's a superstar, for real. Like, I'm a big fan of Candace Owens. I met her a few times. And people want to hate on Candace, but she's a really genuine and nice person. Somebody that really wants to help people. Just regular, you know, and... I can kind of tell who's a real person and not for the most part. She is. She's a real deal. So shout out to Kenneth Owens and her husband, George, for their new pregnancy and whatever else they got going on. They got a whole lot happening. And shout out to Blexit as well. All right. Yes, I am married. Yes. Um, the wedding is next year. So you didn't you're not going to see wedding photos quite yet. You'll see that next year. All right. Thank you to Yorosh, who says, ABO, your analysis wrapped up in the bow is spot on. Thank you for that. I appreciate you. Um, shout out to Justice Smith, who says, make sure your wedding isn't a super spreader. <laughs> Thank you to Stephanie Grace, who says, congratulations, ABL. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you to Jared Bailey, who says, what's up, ABL? Crazy week it has been, man. Looks like Talc and Metz got caught using Chadwick's death to sell a stupid book and congrats ABL. Thank you. I appreciate it. Taco Mex has been a, a grifter as a cool kid say for a very long time now. So I'm not surprised at all. Thank you to Violet Stratovarius with a nice flag and an avatar, by the way, who says, uh, congrats. Happy for you. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Thank you to Hydro PS who says, congratulations. Now I make some black babies. There you go. <laughs> Thank you to Jericho, who says, congratulations, ABL. Let's see some baby ABLs. The RNC was lit. Hey, thank you, man. I appreciate you. Yeah, I, I, I missed you on uh, Thursday, man. I know I know the RNC was crazy, and I know we had a whole lot going on that day, too. Thank you to Anna Williams, who says, congratulations. Thank you for that. Thank you to Charles Hunter Jr., who says, ABL, we look forward to you announcing when you become a dad. You're the man. Hey, thank you for that, man. I appreciate you. You know what? I, I don't have any kids. 
but I got like a lot of, you know, uh, nieces, nephews, like young cousins and whatnot that I try to influence. And I try to influence people that I do, that I do come in contact with through what I'm doing right now. So when, when, when the youngest come along, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be the dad that talks way too long. I'm, I'm going to be the preacher dad that talks way too long to the kids and they're going to get tired of it. And that's fine. <laughs> uh, shout out to Don Finn, who says my heart is broken. <laughs> God, God bless. Congrats. Oh, it's all good. Thank you for that. Shout out to Stacey Felice, who says congrats to you and your beautiful bride on time tonight. Hope your wedding reception is top rate affair, just like your show. And thank you for that. I appreciate you. Yeah, it's going to be a, a good wedding. That'll be next year. It's going to be good. Thank you to Barry Yarn, who says congrats. As cool kids say, thank you for that. <laughs> Shout out to Matthew Jordan, who says, ABU, what do you think are the chances that a civil war will happen after the election? Zero, because what's going to happen after election is that it's going to be all over with. It was the same thing in 2016. The election happened and all the strife ended because there was no more budget. That's what happened. I was kind of surprised at the same time. I wasn't surprised. I was like, okay, I see the game here. BLM comes around every four. It's like, it's like the Olympics. It comes around every four years. They play their games and then it's over with. It's a big production, a whole lot going on. And then when it's done, it's done. And you don't see it no more until the next four years come around. That's pretty much how it is. <laughs> hey, I, I will be saying, sir, 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 to uh, my baby. Like, <laughs> I got a little nephew who's an infant, right? And I be calling him, sir. <laughs> I like, sir, you need to stop doing, you know. So, yeah, I will be doing that. Thank you to Barry Owen, who says, congrats, as a cool kid say. I already read that one. Thank you to um, Charles Hunter Jr., who says, President Trump has done his very best to keep his promises and look out for the U.S. It peed me off that Vernon Jones, Rand Paul, and others got harassed, freaking unhinged losers. I'm right there with you. Thank you to Annette Dragic for your donation. Thank you to Kyle Denson, who says, I don't, I didn't know Doc Rivers coached the Bucks by and <laughs> Exactly, me neither. Thank you to Abraham Abraham, who says, Mrs. Biden should be ashamed to allow her husband to be used as a puppet by the Democrats. He's too fragile to endure a presidency. I'm right there with you, man. Thank you. Uh, shout out to Retro Gamer 81 who says, did you see Kamala Harris say, quote, the protest won't stop even after the election? Will the patchouli pansies only stand down if she's elected? Wow. I didn't even see that. That's crazy. So that was kind of a, like a threat. It was like, look, we're going to keep on going a, 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 until we're, you, you're no more, basically. Thank you to John Matrix. Hey, you, you have a great show, sir. Uh, the Black and White Sports live stream. He said, th 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 thanks for dropping by. Thanks for dropping by the black and white sports live stream and donating. You know that YouTube restricted that stream and turned off Super Chat because it didn't like exposing Jacob Blake. Wow. That's crazy. So did they did they shut did they, they shut it off? You were like you were stopped from streaming. Is that what happened? That's crazy. But hey man, you got a great show. Thank you to SB for becoming an ABL supporter. And thank you to Jay Francis Ward who says what are your thoughts on the Lincoln Project? They are a pack of mostly former Bush McCain staff that are trying to get by and elected. A bunch of morons. And if you see them on Twitter, they get stuff wrong all the time. And they're racist, too. You know, like <laughs> Trump said something that had nothing to do with anything. I forgot what he said. I don't know what the exact word was, but it was not what they were saying. I think he said something like uh, car or bike. And then they said, oh, he said monkey. It's like, what? 
how did you get monkey from that? Like the word that he said that I forgot was not anything close to the word monkey at all. They were just making up racist stuff for no reason. The context was wrong. He didn't say anything that sounded like that. It was just weird. They're a bunch of morons. And they don't, they got some legal troubles too. One guy getting jammed up for tax evasion and embezzlement. It's like, man, y'all need to stop. And one of the, the chief guys is Kellyanne Conway's husband. His name is unimportant. Kellyanne Conway is an important one. He's unimportant. Kellyanne Conway's husband. You know, he's one of the lead guys. He just feels like he's inadequate in his relationship and as a man. So he has to go out there and be this big time anti-Trumper to spite his wife. Be a, be a real man. Get a divorce. Don't be a coward. But anyway, thank you for your donation. <laughs> thank you to Will Redding, who says Biden goes out, goes Dr. Frankenstein for a checkup. It's a little shot therapy and boom. Good for 20 minutes. Hilarious. Thank you to Will Redding, who says, oh, I read that one. Thank you to Rakosa who says Chris Webber should stick to calling timeout, something he excels in. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. Okay. Going back to the Lincoln um, Project, um, somebody in the crowd at a Trump rally yelled out Spygate, and they said that he said monkey. It's like, how did you get monkey from Spygate? Okay. How many Ks in the word Spygate? How many Ms in the word Spygate? What are you talking about? <laughs> that was crazy. Thank you to some respected female who says, have you seen the video of people lined up outside U-Haul? Oh, yes, I did see that. Now, um, in New York City, there was a line outside the U-Haul place. People are trying to leave. I might say it was a line. Hold on. I'm going to play it right quick. Matter of fact, that was a good, that was very good timing. So respected female. Very good. Okay, here it is. Now, what you're seeing right now is a line. You see it goes back into this little scaffolding. This is a line outside the U-Haul place. A line. Why are you standing in line, you ask? Well, they're trying to get a truck to get out of New York. They're trying to escape. They're trying to escape. Look at New York. I asked a question. I said, hey, look at this. Truck rentals, boxes, moving supplies. They're out. And you see the gates lifted up. They're trying to get anything they can. A van. You know, a small loader with no ramp, whatever they can. If I was them, I would say, you know what? I, I, you probably have an apartment or something like that. I'll just abandon it and bounce. I go somewhere in North Carolina, Texas, Florida. You know, I will just leave, man. But my only wish, anybody that's leaving New York, please, please, please don't bring your nonsense with you. If you're out there voting Democrat, don't do that. Where you going to? Because all you're going to do is bring the same thing you had with you. It's like having roaches. You're going to bring them roaches right with you. They're going to be in the car having a, a, a kissing yeah and all that in the back while you're driving. So don't bring the nonsense with you. Matter of fact, go ahead, just, just get in your car and bounce. Your little entertainment center, bring your PlayStation and whatnot in the back and just leave and have that be that, man. Because New York is dead. The, the, the Bill de Blasio killed it. The virus killed it. The rioters killed it. The liberal policies killed it. I hope it comes back, but right now, man, it's rough. It is rough. Thank you for your donation. Um, so it's right in the female. Very good donation. And let me get to the next one here. Thank you to, let me see, Merry Christmas 2.0, who says, repent and be baptized in Jesus' name, Acts 2, um, 37 38. This is the only way to heaven. Uh, thank you to Apple Bakar, All Puff Daddy, who says, 
May the good Lord above rest the souls of Cannon Hennett, Sequoia Turner, Horace Lorenzo Anderson Jr., Italia Marie Kelly, David Dorn, David Patrick Underwood, Brunel Tremel, and other victims. There you go. Thank you for your donation. Shout out to You're So Cool 23 who says, just a quick giggle for everyone. It was funny for me at least. Saw a church sign today that said, stop, drop, and roll doesn't work in hell. <laughs> Thank you for that, man. I appreciate you. Thank you to Apu Bakar All Puff Daddy who says, hey, ABL, loved your deep detail analysis with a bow on top of the RNC. Mrs. Dorn, heartfelt tribute to her husband, Captain David Dorn, was so moving and inspirational. What were your favorite parts? That's, that's a deep question that my time is kind of limited. But overall, I really enjoyed the entire RNC. The production value, you're talking about a movie. I want a box DVD set of the RNC. And I want it signed by... Uh, Nick Salmon, who was a star of the show, in my humble opinion. There were there were quite a few stars, but his story was one of the best. I was rooting for that young man. Thank you to America We Stand, who says, ABL, I never received ballots by mail. Been registered for years in North Carolina. If I don't respond, it will, will it affect my ability to vote on election day? I don't know the answer to that. You got to call whoever's responsible for that in your particular area in Carolina. I have no idea. Thank you to Rogue who says black lives can't matter until black on black crime matters. Cut the cut down the crime, less chance for someone to get killed, cops, by cops. Not hard to understand exactly. Thank you for that. Thank you to Kathleen Maddox who says, Did you see that D the Rock J joined the movement by saying he's postponing his new underwear line? So disappointing. Oh, you talking about the Rock? Dwayne the Rock Johnson? I mean, see, it's so dumb because guys like that can just do empty things that they got money already. But the average person can't. They can't just say, I'm not going to work today. They need them 35 hours and every single hour. If they're short one hour, is going to be a problem. I've been there. So people are just, it's, it's funny. What they're doing is kind of like, it's kind of like a uh, privilege, uh, athletic privilege, talented privilege. Although they're going to say that privilege is a bad thing if you're a white male. It's crazy. Thank you to Abraham Abraham who says the pandemic has taught us society does not need professional sports anyways. Exactly. I'm straight. I didn't really miss it when it was gone. So I'll be fine. Now, hold on. Avery says, did you see what YouTube did to Tatum yesterday? Muted him on his live. I did not see that. They, they muted his live stream. So he was talking and you just couldn't hear him. What happened? Thank you to Cheryl Nixon who says, Oh, becoming a member of the ABO squad. Thank you to Zachary Titian who says Democrats are a diet Republican party, third party or bus. Uh, hey, man, if you want to vote third party, it's going to be a long time before they become relevant. So you could vote for I mean, Who would you vote for? Would you vote for Joe Jorgensen, Black Lives Matter supporter? Who are you going to vote for? Thank you to Kenzie. But I, I, respect your, I, respect your, I respect your decision, though. Thank you to Kenzie. Surly now who says you changed my mind about no not raise ABL. I never thought about the hostage situation before. Yes, you can have a hostage in there. You can have somebody that got, you know, some stuff on his computer that shouldn't be there. And you want to knock on the door, he can erase it. And then those victims are just gone. So it depends on the situation, really. And you got to get it through a court. You can't just do that just by happenstance. Thank you for being open-minded. I appreciate you. I put your name in. I'm sorry. That's my fault. 
Thank you to Don't Need Democrats, Fate Pity, exclamation mark, who says, thanks for your hard work, ABL team. Thank you for that. Shout out to Lili for becoming an ABL supporter. Thank you to Dapper Dave 527 who says, why don't the NBA acknowledge that Corona started in China? They don't want to do that because they won't let go of that money train, that, 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 um, that Xi Jinping, uh, Yuan or whatever they got over there. Thank you to Silly Witch for your donation. Thank you to Luciano who says, is LeBrat James part of the swamp? Or if you're just a useful idiot, useful idiot, of course. Uh, he and a few players met with Obama before the threat of the NBA boycott. Yeah, I saw that. It's like, what is Obama going to do? Obama is not in government anymore. What's he going to pass legislation? Is he going to be a lobbyist for you? What is he going to do? All he's going to do is say, hey, stick in there, kids. Do the right thing, okay? That's all you're going to say. He's not going to help you for real. Thank you to Stacey Ellis, who says, keep up the good work. Someone needs to speak the truth. Hey, thank you for that. I appreciate it. Thank you to Justice Smith, who says, my favorite team, the Titans. Let Tannehan breathe. <laughs> Shout out to Moonshiner, who says, all sports have proven themselves irrelevant to sensible people. Exactly. Thank you to Tritter. I can't read your last name. Who says, NBA crying because they were going home without a shake. OP lost, but not forgotten. Recovered at 39. Thank you for that. I appreciate you. Thank you to Curtis Reynolds, who says Facebook shut down the Hodge Twins page today. So did they actually shut it down? I know they were talking about trying to shut it down, but did they actually go ahead and pull the trigger? They had 6 million followers. You know what I mean? That is 6 million followers. I mean, that's crazy. I'm going to check it right now and see if it's still there. Yeah, shout out to the Hodge Twins. You know, the, the, some of the best guys you're ever going to meet in your life are the Hodge Twins. Absolutely. Okay. Now it's still there. They got 3.4 million. No, they got 5.9 million. It's still there. I think I'm seeing it, but I don't see any posts. Hold on. Let me go to it. Um, it's still there for now, but it might not be for much longer because they were threatening to remove their page. Thank you to, let me see. Uh, don't need Democrats fake pity. Exclamation mark who says hashtag save our children. Hashtag. Oh, it wasn't hashtag on this one. Where we go one, we go all. Thank you for that. Thank you to. Uh, hold on. TRJ2241987 who says one of the best hosts on YouTube. Thank you for that. I appreciate you. Thank you to Michelle Bryan who says I'm in Cleveland. Browns and Indians fans so not watching pro sports is not really that hard. <laughs> in fact, I'm probably adding years to my life now. No stress. There you go. Thank you to Freddie 91 for the thumbs up. Thank you to Jerome Morrissey for your donation. Thank you to Captain Deplorable for your donation. Let me go back to where I was. Wow, you guys are doing very good tonight. <laughs> I'm going to get to the calls in a minute. Y'all just hang tight. Thank you to uh, Alako Shamface who says, Anthony, just watched your last video about children. Please look into the 1,400 children that were um, something by Pakistan Muslim and not one probably was arrested. Thank you to MK who says, congrats to you and your wife, Free Cal, Trump 2020. Thank you for that. I appreciate you. Thank you to Matt Richardson who says, Cal is basically Trayvon, except the kid was putting out fires and giving medical aid. This kid was one who was jumped and the kid had the gun. Thank you to Sam, the random who says, Nick Cannon. Um, Nick Cannon, say his name. Um, shout out to JJ Money who says, Free Scott Roder. I don't know what that is, Free Scott Roder. Thank you to Joyce Redlin. 
Thank you to, for your donation, Joyce Redland. Thank you to Laco Shamface who said, sorry, sent early. Uh, not one mainstream media covered it. Only Tommy Robinson covered it and was sent to jail for hate speech because he Facebook Live. I saw that. Is he still locked up? How long was he in jail if he's not locked up anymore? Thank you to Cyrus Cherry who says, I don't agree with the guy walking away, but I must ask, is seven times overkill? No, it's not because, I mean, what is the appropriate amount of times? And apparently it, it was enough because he, he didn't die. I, he's not dead. So, I mean, what's the appropriate number of times to get shot? If the, if the, if the cop says, get on the ground, freeze, don't move, or I'm going to shoot. And you say, you know what? I'm going to just go, you know, do the Harlem shake to my car, get my knife and stab you. I mean, you, you pretty much have signed your own death warrant right there. And it's no, it's no amount of times. You don't shoot a set number of times. You shoot the end of threat. That's it. Thank you to Jaja who says fightback.com is accepting contributions for Cal. And thank you to, uh, let me see, Johnny Wishbone who says, glad I found your channel, ABL. Keep up the good balanced reporting on stories that mainstream media are afraid to cover. Tears from Canada. Thank you for that. I appreciate you. All right. We got calls on deck, and thank y'all for being here. You guys are the best audience on the internet. So if you like what you're hearing so far in the show, please hit the like button and give me a thumbs up as well. That'd be fantastic. Let me get to the calls. Hopefully, Skype wants to act appropriately. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. And if you want to call in through Skype, there's an email for that in the description box below. The number is also always in the box below. I also want to take it right here, too. It'll come across the ticker, so you can go ahead and do that. All right. Let me get to the the number. I see I see some trolls in the chat. Don't don't block them, but if anybody wants to troll or say something crazy, please call the show. I'll, I'll, I'll love to talk to you. I, I love to argue and debate. I don't want to say argue. I, I, love, I love to debate. That's my skill. I've been doing it all my life. You know, that's pretty much my bread and butter. If I can debate all day, I do that for a living, and that's Big facts. Okay. So let me get to the first call here. Okay. And the lines are blown up. Y'all just hang tight. Matter of fact, hold on. Let me just make sure everything's straight over here. Make sure I got all my audio and video working properly. And we're going to get straight into it. Okay. Because I was on TV the other day and I had to change my stuff. So my check. There we go. Perfect. And let's do the settings over here. I wish I could just have this set and have it stay every time, but it doesn't do that. I had to change it every single time. So y'all just give me a moment. And there we go. Nipping, what's happening, boss? Um, first things first, all I want to say is congratulations on your engagement. Well, I'm, I'm married now, but thank you. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> because you said, oh, the wedding hasn't taken place. So I thought, oh, it's just the engagement. Yeah, see, what happens is you can get married legally. I'm, I'm married legally, but I have the actual wedding next year. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'll take that back. Um, congratulations on getting married. Thank you. Okay. So, yeah, um, I saw the I saw the entirety of the... The National Convention. Bravo! You, Mike Pence really put those people in their place. Pence 2024. Yeah, it was it was really it was really good speech from Pence. It was a really good convention overall. Really enjoyed it. 
And the person who sang it, the the person who sang the national anthem at the end. Oh my God, he he had such a great voice. Are you talking about uh, Trace Atkins, the country singer? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. It, it was the, the production value was much better than the Democratic National Convention for sure. And the NBA has done an own goal on itself. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> own goal. It's a it's a term used in soccer, football. Yeah, I know. When you um score into your own goal by mistake. Yeah, that's basically what the NBA have done. Right. An own goal. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, for no reason. It didn't even help anything. It was just dumb. It was just a kind of a spur of the moment emotional decision. Mm-hmm. And BLM attacks Rand Paul. What has he done now? Oh, he was just minding his business, walking to um, the hotel after the RNC, and they were out there mobbed up, and they were trying to attack him and his wife. He had to get some police to help him get to his destination. It was crazy. Yeah, a bunch of thugs, aren't they? It, it, it was. It was really a mess. Yeah, thugs. It's a term we use quite a lot in the UK to describe uh, people who cause uh, disruption. Yeah, that's just what it was. So, yeah, and Save the Children is now actually a term of white supremacy. I, I suppose so. I guess, it's, I guess it's incorrect and racist to want to save the children. Oh, my God. I've been saying this for so long. Go back into the Planned Parenthood's history and you will find that it has killed more babies, black babies, than police brutality. Oh yeah, and it's, white racist combined. Yeah, it's it's not even close. Between Sanger, between in in one hundred years of the Klan, between eighteen sixty five at the at the end of slavery, to sixty five, hundred years of the Klan. There were 3,500 blacks that were lynched by the Klan at 35 per year. So in 1974, Roe v. Wade, and now there was about 21 million black babies that have been aborted. So 21 million, 3,500. I mean, let's do the math. And Margaret Sanger, she was known for attending KKK conventions. Yeah, let's she was. Let's just make that very clear. She, she was a racist that wanted to wipe the world of the, the blacks and the the uh, the Jewish people and the Asians said it would be useless eaters. Well in, well, in her view, weeds. We were weeds, according to her. That's right. So yeah, um, and the majority of Democratic presidents were known racists. Woodrow Wilson allowed a KKK propaganda movie. To be shown in the White House. Uh huh. Birth, birth of a nation. That's right. And and you know, if someone watches that, it's not because oh they support KKK. It's <laughs> it's just show the, the the atrocities the Democrats did. Right. Exactly. It's just it's it's an historical reference, really. Hmm. So the NBA has is is committing suicide. Yeah, I mean, for, for no reason. They just are reacting emotionally to things and they're not really thinking about what they're doing. They're not helping their cause at all. 
You know what? I have the Premier League in the UK, doesn't you know the our, our football league, the equal soccer over there. I hope we don't go the same way as the NBA. Otherwise, I am. It's going to be such a shame. I really love the Premier League. It's going to be such a shame if they do the same thing as the NBA. Yeah, man, it's it's really unfortunate. But see, they don't. They have to understand that we are the fans that watch. If we don't want to support, if we're not going to the games. They're not going to be able to survive. They won't have these big contracts. They won't have these big salaries. And that's okay. We got to write, we can do whatever we want as far as watching or not watching. And they can do what they want. If they do what they want to do, if they, if they do what they want to do and it affects us negatively and we don't like it, then it just won't have a league anymore. So, and if I got a lot of calls online. I got to get to a few more. So, it's always good catching up with you, boss. Yeah, it was nice talking to ABL. Likewise, man. I shall speak to you on Thursday. Right, Thursday, your time, Wednesday, my time. I got you, boss. Yeah, yeah that's right. Speak to you then. I don't take care. Peace. Peace. All righty. I got a lot of calls on the line. The number to call, if you don't know, is 434-658-1220. The number is always in the description box below. There's also an email if you want to do Skype and be right here in the bottom left hand side of the screen. And an email is in the description box below as well. So check it on out. Let me get to the next call. And the phone lines are blowing up. If you can't get on, just keep on trying. 618, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Uh, this is Joey. All righty, man. What's going on? All right. So I called in before, and I'm a young conservative. Uh, and I have a quick question. Um, so... At the end of the day, like Trump's new trade deal with China, it, you know, it really doesn't affect me or my personal life. Uh, so, you know, I look at it and I feel if, you know, if Biden wins, then suddenly coronavirus is not a problem and racism is solved. And maybe my favorite sports team just plays sports. Uh, and, you know, I don't think Biden will necessarily solve the problems of rooting, uh, rioting and looting. Uh, but, you know, I just don't think people have the motive of the evil origin man. Um, so, you know, I think Trump would definitely be better for this country. Uh, but why should I care necessarily who wins if I think just the overall, you know, go on on Twitter or watching the news would be a much more positive experience? I, I, don't, understand, I don't understand what you mean. You're saying why should you care who wins? Yeah, because I, you know, I think Trump would be better for the country, but if I don't have to hear about BM, BLM or coronavirus, all the stuff that the media is trying to take down to Trump, why should I care necessarily when most of the big political stuff, like a big trade deal, wouldn't necessarily affect me? Well, you just said that Trump would be better for the country. And you live here in the country, so you should care who wins because you want the best guy to lead the country that you live in, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why you should care. All right. Uh, well, thanks for thanks for all you do, man. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. No problem. All righty. Shout out to the caller. You know, you might not be able to see it sometimes. It's just right there. I just I'm just bridging the gaps. That's all. All right. So shout out to the caller. Let me get to the next one. 715, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? ABL, this is uh, Tyler from Central Wisconsin. How you doing? I'm doing all right, man. How about yourself? 
Hey, doing great, sir. Uh, big fan of yours, by the way, and I, I definitely appreciate all the good work you're doing. I will not keep your phone lines tied up for too long, but I have one question for you, and I'll let you go. Okay. Uh, question, sir. Do you think that the American public, as a, as a general populace, has the attention span that is so short that if the media stopped covering, or I guess uh, if the media began downplaying riots and downplaying all the unrest in our cities like today, do you think that in a matter of two months between now and election night, the American public might forget what happened over the summer? And I'll let you go after this. So thanks again for all your work. I'll let you uh, take a look at that question and go from there. All right. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate it. You betcha. Have a good night. Same to you. Okay. Now, um, I don't think they'll forget because it's, it's, it's happening so much. It's a thing. And then, okay, here's the main thing. The media can stop talking about it or they try to downplay it. But look at all of what's going on with sports. You got Black Lives Matter everywhere. Social media is still going on. And people are plugged into their devices. Okay, so let's say the mainstream media are not talking about it. People are still on their phone. They're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, etc. And they're going to see it. And if they live in a certain place where it's happening, they're going to see it. At least 80% of Americans live in cities. And they live in a lot of Democratic cities, too, where the riots are happening either on a large scale like Minneapolis or Kenosha or something like that, or on a small scale. So they can't not see it. They're definitely going to see it. And the BLM thing, that's not going anywhere until the election is over with. The NBA, NHL, it's, it's pervasive. You can't really get away from it right now. And of course, in a debate, you're going to have that pop up. Biden's going to have to defend it against Trump. Trump's going to just, you know, hammer into Biden over the old riots thing it won't go anywhere the media can't really hide from it because we're going to put it out it's the same thing that they were doing in 2016 trying to downplay trump talking about oh he's going to lose 98 percent loss but then we saw that it didn't happen because a lot of us online were able to boost his signal so nah i don't think that's really possible for that to happen it's it's gone way too far at this particular point in time that's a good question, though. Let me get to the next call. Now I'm going to know you're online. I'm speaking to. Hey, how you, how's it going, ABL? Everything's good, man. How about yourself? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, the young kid that just called in, you know, he should realize if, let's say I just come over to his house and just open the door and go in there and help myself to a beer out of his refrigerator, or how about if I go in, um, well, how about that kid come over to my house and he can cut my lawn and do my gardening and stuff like that. I'll pay him 50 bucks and he can go hand his money that he just worked for to people who don't want to work, but they want your money. Or the Democrats, uh, they use other people's money. That they they don't spend it. It's your tax dollars they're talking about. They're not talking about my personal money. Like it's my money that you're going to use to pay these bills. You you follow me? I'm I'm trying. Well, I'm just saying. You know that's what these people don't understand, and that's what it's a whole idea. Uh, I mean I've been a Republican all my adult life, they're, they're buying into the big switch. Uh, 
the cops became the robbers, just like Dennis D'Souza said, and the robbers became the cops. That's what the Democrats are trying to pull over on the American people, and they're allowing them to do that. Yeah, I mean, I think people don't really understand what's going on in the country, and they pretty much just let anything go as long as it has a Democrat attached to it. And yesterday, I don't, I, I didn't get uh, when they had the or the day before when they did the stuff on the mall, when uh, Martin Luther King Jr.'s son got up there. Uh, I believe he just was disrespectful to his dad's memory for one thing, and then uh, to be standing there with the sellout chief race baiter himself. Uh, Al Sharpton smiling and giving thumbs up and all that. People just don't, they just don't realize what they're, they're look they're standing right there in front of you messing with you. I, I was going to say something else, but you know, it's like with a tool, uh, a screwdriver type tool. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Well, that's what I'm saying. What do you think about that? I mean, I I, I, I see where you're going. Yeah, I see yeah. I see where you're going. I, I just wish. Yeah, and uh, I I I wished our Celtics and Bucks would get to play, but I'm almost getting to where I'm so tired of. I I don't. I'm not caring anymore. It's it, those people are not the. Uh, uh, Russells and the Birds and the Havlicek's and Koozie of the past. It, okay. It's it's all over. Exactly. Or, yeah, um, that's that's those those, 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 those are over with. They're not coming through that door. I mean, I used to respect like Magic Johnson, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. James Worthy, being from Carolina, you know, uh, I, I used to respect, e even though I was a Celtic fan all my life, I, I still respected right. the Lakers, and and they, they just took it all out. It's just like popping balloons for little kids at a party. They they just ruined it for everybody. They don't understand. Yeah. They're our entertainment. Yeah, they don't they, they don't really they don't really get it. They think that they can just do whatever they want. And there would be no backlash. Everybody will support them because they play. And they think that, oh, because you guys want to see us play, let us do whatever that we want. And that's just not the case. If we don't like a particular thing that happens, we're just not going to really entertain it. But, hey, I got a lot of calls online. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. I know. I, I'm ABL. I was just getting ready to say, ABL, hey, have a good night. Enjoy all your callers. Uh, I feel like a kindred spirit and all, and uh, good night, okay? All right, thank you for the call. All right, bye-bye. All right, shout-out to the caller. Let me get to the next call here. The number to call is 434-658-1220. All righty, let's go. Jordan, what's happening, boss? Hey, how's it going, uh, ABL? Everything's good, man. Can't complain. Uh, yeah, that's good. Um, you know, Sean King, I, I know I love to talk about him a lot. He's yeah. uh, trying to get people docs, uh, Kenosha police docs. Yeah, that guy needs to get locked up, man, because he's, he's done too much. Like, this guy 
is trying to dox people. He didn't yeah. already stole money from people. He's a scammer, a fraud, yeah. car artist. This guy I'm, is a dirtbag. I'm surprised that nobody has sued this guy yet because he hasn't learned the first time. You know the whole Jasmine Barnes thing where he accused some white guy of uh, killing that young black girl. And then when those two gangbangers were arrested, people were still heckling that white guy and his family. And then six months later, he killed himself. And now Sean King's doing it again, you know. Right. And now he's uh, now people are accusing him of using God bless, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman's death to promote his book. Yeah, I mean, he's terrible. I don't understand why he's still allowed to have any kind of platform. Like, I, I just don't really get it. Yeah, I know. It's just all sad. And then he tries to defend himself saying, well, you know, I don't I don't profit from my books and stuff. You know, I get paid to write them, but I don't profit. I'm like, profit isn't necessarily you getting money from the books. It's putting your image out there so that people can read your books, get your ideas, invite you to stuff. And then you get paid that way rather than your book. So I don't know. Sean King is a fraud. Um, I don't, I'm amazed people still follow him. He hasn't really accomplished anything of value. Uh, it's amazing how people still follow him. Right. Um, and he's kind of been detrimental to the black community in a sense. But my last topic before I go, because I'm not going to take up too much of your time. Um, I don't think I think to represent how disillusioned the black community has gotten. Let's assume you believe the CDC and the press on things like coronavirus. There were 13 unarmed black men who got killed last year by police. Let's assume that they were all justified. And then compare that to the number of black people that at least the CDC reports die from coronavirus. And, and like whether you believe them or not, that's up to you. But I'm just saying what they report. Um, I believe they're inflated, but that's another story. You, wouldn't you think that black people would put in the effort to try and stop the coronavirus from spreading since it's a much greater threat to them than police shootings? Yeah, I mean, but people don't, there's no, there's no, there's no thought process there. You're trying to use your brain, but people don't think like that. It just kind of do things. Yeah, it's, it's just unfortunate, man. All right, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. I know you got a bunch of calls. You got like over 4,000 people, dang. Um, <laughs> all right, well, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. I'm not going to use you to talk about him because that's been said and done. Um, have a good night, Chad. I'll be, I'll be in chat. So have peace, ABL. Right, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate it. All right, peace. Peace. All right, shout out to my man Jordan for the call. Most certainly appreciate him. And you guys are the best. Uh, callers on the entire internet. Let me get to the next call here. The number to call, 434-658-1220. And let's go. All right, calling online. I'm speaking to 973. Hey, uh, this is Matt. All righty, Matt. What's going on? Hey, uh, I'm not sure if you've seen uh, this phenomenon real quick that I've been noticing with BLM as of late. Uh, after uh, the RNC had ended, there was a video uh, by uh, one of the walk away guys, uh, Brandon Straka, who was uh, basically harassed on the street and had a bunch of uh, homophobic slurs hurled at him from uh, some BLM people. And I've been noticing online, at least on Twitter and Reddit, people kind of shying away from that sort of behavior saying, well, you know, BLM is really, it's not so much an organization, it's more of an idea. And I'm saying to myself, well, for months and months and months, the two really haven't been all that, uh, they don't appear to be mutually exclusive at all. 
Um, I'm not sure if you've been noticing that online, but that seems to be the excuse that I've been hearing from some of uh, of the uh, fans or followers of BLM, trying to make that distinction, Uh, just kind of a weasel around being accountable for uh, their own group's behavior. So I'm wondering if you have some thoughts about that. About what specifically? Oh, no, just them trying to say, well, it's it's not – what they're trying to say is, oh, it's more of a, an idea. It's not oh, yeah, so oh, yeah, don't yeah. Okay, now that, that yeah, whole thing, yeah. it's, it's, it's all the same. It's all the same thing because you have the organization that's getting money. I mean, you're talking about, like, millions a day. They're getting plenty of money. And then you have, like, those that are out there on the street that believe in the idea that the, the foot soldiers, the the useless, uh, the, the useful idiots, pardon me, the cannon fodder, they believe in the idea as well. So when you say, oh, I don't really believe, you believe in the idea, you're the same as those that are out there doing in the rioting, the shooting, and carrying on. You, you're you giving them cover. And if you go out there to a protest, you, you are the same as them, okay? I saw this little diagram that had it laid out pretty well. It was like the role of everybody in the protest was like an RPG. Like a pen and paper, it had the, the the medics and the soldiers and the peaceful, quote unquote, peaceful <laughs> people. It had everybody had their little role. So if you're a peaceful protester or you just happen to support them, you have a role in this entire thing that is really destroying large parts of the country. Yeah, I just don't see a lot of due diligence. And and you'd think that they want to keep everything on the up and up, but they always say, or they they gaslight, and they say, oh, well, it has to be white supremacists infiltrating. No, (laughs) I mean, it it really feels like we're in a 1984-style situation where we're being told told to hold two contradictory uh, beliefs about the group. But anyway, that's all I wanted to just ask you about. Just, uh, just a, it's an interesting phenomenon that I've been noticing now that election time is, is uh, around the corner, and especially with poll numbers coming out, that this kind of violence from BLM or people adjacent to it is starting to become noticed anyway. Right. So just wanted to run that by you, but uh, I appreciate all the work that you do, Anthony. Stay strong and hang in there. We're all pulling for you. I thank you for that, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right. God bless. Have a good night. All right. Shout out to the caller. Yeah. I hate when anybody says, I just believe in the idea. Just like um, Joe Jorgensen trying to become president for the Libertarian Party. Has zero chance, by the way, obviously. Trump's going to be the guy. She has zero chance to even put a dent in the election. Talking about, oh, well, I don't believe in the organization. I believe in the idea. It's all the same thing. Let's just stop playing games with ourselves. All right. Let me get to the next call. 845, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, what's going on? It's D503. What's up? Everything's good, man. How about yourself? I'm well. I trust to find you well. So my curiosity was, what's your position on uh, declining energy return on energy invested? De- declining what now? I didn't quite catch you. Energy returned on energy invested. Uh, that's, that's kind of a broad topic. I mean, um, I, I think no, it just it's a, a very specific topic. Okay, I mean, it, it's it's a broad topic because you could be talking about different things. It depends on the situation, really, because sometimes you may think a thing that you're doing, like it's like it's like a, it's like a, an investment. You may think it's a good investment, but it'll turn out not to be a good investment. But some things are obviously bad investments, and if you invest into it, you're just making a bad decision. So the same thing right, well, if you're putting a bunch of energy into a thing, about, huh? 
we're, we're specifically talking about energy, right? So when we talk about energy, we're concerned with explicitly how much energy we're putting into a particular process or a particular return on the acquisition of getting energy. That's what I was just saying. It's the same thing. What's the difference? So some energy types are useful for certain processes and not so useful for other processes. Let's say electricity, right? Acquiring energy in the way of electricity is not very useful for making metals or making other processes that are necessary for getting that back. You understand? So, so, so it does depend on the situation. It's not just, it is, it's not a, you asking me a broad question at first, now you're narrowing it down. You see what I'm saying? Well, it, the, the topic is very narrow. It's energy return on energy invested. So if I'm getting energy in a certain form, let's say petro, petrochemical energy, right? If I'm using hydrocarbons, that hydrocarbon energy is very useful for a broad array of purposes. If I'm using it explicitly for producing electricity, then, you know, there's obviously a number of ways that you can get electricity. The point still remains is that for those processes, it's very, very particular how we're getting that energy. So natural gas is <clears throat> very useful for producing electricity, not so useful for moving cars, right? Okay. So if we're seeing a decline in something like uh, light, sweet, crude, which is very useful for moving vehicles, but we're seeing a growth in natural gas. If we're combining all of those types and not explaining the difference to people, do you think there might be a small problem if we're seeing a decline in white sweet crude as compared to natural gas? I mean, this this, this is this is not. I, I you know I don't. I'm not into natural gas and all that. So I need you to get to the point, not to be rude. No, I understand. So the point ultimately is that we've been seeing a decline in conventional oil sources, such as light, sweet, crude, for the past 50 years. Okay. And we've been supplanting that with <clears throat> other energy sources, be it solar or wind, et cetera, uh, in an attempt to offset the loss of the decline. And this has had a major impact on the political... Hello? I'm listening to you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, fact on the political climate. So <clears throat> we've seen in the last couple of years uh, attacks on the You're breaking up, sir. Driving at I'm sorry. You're breaking up. What I'm driving at. Is, I'm sorry. What I'm driving at is we've seen a major decline in actual light crude returns, which can have a massive impact on actual energy. Uh, which is extremely politically sensitive. So I think you should investigate that and, and, you know, become more familiar with it because it's definitely going to have, you know, broad sweeping effects. Okay. I'll check it out, man. Thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Take it easy. All right. Shout out to the caller. He needs some more energy to that phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That phone breaking up at the end. But let me get to the next call. Number to call, 434-658-1220. Let's go to the next one. And we're going to do, all right, uh, let me see. Y'all hang in there. I'm going to try to get to a few more. All right, Matt, what's happening? Hey, ABL, what's happening? Everything's good, man. Can't complain. 
Can you hear me? Oh yeah, I can hear you fine. Hey, I wanted I wanted to call to say I was uh, I was probably wrong about something that we had talked about. Um, uh, I was pretty pessimistic about Trump's chances, if you remember, because <laughs> uh, you know you look at you look at uh, Carter, you look at Bush, you know you look at all these Ford, like all these one-term presidents in the economy, really um, is what uh, you know prevented them from being elected almost every time. And this economy is bad. I mean, it's, it's going to be worse than a lot of people know. But um, and Trump has really closed up the polls big time. I've never seen. I mean, I'm a politician. I've never seen anything like this. Have you seen the polls? I have seen the have polls and it's, it's crazy. And I think a, a big reason is because of all the riots. Yeah, the the rioting and. Uh, you know, he obviously can't go into Portland and all that. I mean, because of posse comitatus and things like that. But, um, yeah, people people are definitely uh, – there's a sea change in this, I think. And he's – I mean, he's probably going to win. Um, I did have a comment on one of your prior callers talking about the Civil War. And I got to admit, I'm still kind of worried about that. I think, I think when you look at some of these referendums that are on the ballots having to do with um, – states breaking up like northern california wants to break off and then right here i'm in seattle but eastern washington wants to break off and join idaho and uh idaho said fine yeah come on um but i see some of this instability and i don't have i don't have any problem with that type of you know secession so to speak um but if trump doesn't win big i mean if there's like anything like within a few points uh and the you know it's kind of like war. You have to have a victor on that on election day. You can't have like an armistice. You know you have to. It has to be decisive. And if if there's any kind of ambiguity in the election results, I'm afraid that there's going to be an SHIT show. Oh, it's, it's going to be a problem regardless because uh, you've already seen Hillary Clinton say Joe Biden do not concede no matter what. So if there's any kind of little wiggle room in there, there, there might it's, it's going to be a challenge, in my humble opinion. But I think that by election time, Trump will have surpassed um, Biden in the polls, and you're going to see that effect on the ground. So it's going to be a pretty big margin. If, if it's a big margin, then it won't be much of a challenge. But if, if there's a small margin, there's going to be a challenge, and it's going to be a serious issue. Yeah, you look at every failed state, basically, it, uh Half of them are an election that was contested. I mean, it just it just gets going on in Brazil still. Yeah. Um, so that could happen here. But I really appreciate you. I love your show. And um, uh, just keep up the good work, man. All right. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate it. All right. Shout out to Matt for the call. Great call. And and those and those polls are just they dwindling. They're getting real, real tight. They're getting super tight. All right. So let me get to the next call here. 412, you're in the line. Who am I speaking to? Hello? Yes, 412, who am I speaking to? Oh, hey, Brian. All right, man, what's going on? I'm on the air right now. You're on the air right now? Oh, sick. Um, I want to talk to you about uh, liquid fluoride thorium reactors and how you think uh, that compares to... Uh, wave energy no i'm just playing um <laughs> hey <laughs> for real uh i just wanted real quick about the um the change in the narrative that's going on right now where they're saying oh 
Trump's talking about this great America and how it's going to be uh, in the future. But they're saying, look how bad it is now. And Trump's America kind of changing the narrative and talking about how all this stuff is happening under him and how uh, you know they're, they're changing that narrative to say, like, look, all this is about. But the fact is, you know, uh, all this is done by the political left. They're the ones using the violence. They're the ones doing the destruction, turn around and pointing at uh, Trump. So I'll take the rest of your answer off there, man. I want to hear your thoughts on it. I thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate it. Now, as far as um, what the left are doing, they're, they're using the violence. I think that was a question. Um, I, I played the first part in the first part of my video I did about the whole Rand Paul thing. I'll play that again right quick just so you can kind of understand where I'm going. Um, because you, you, you guys saw where Rand Paul got attacked um, outside of the RNC. Well, outside of the White House after the RNC, after Trump gave his speech. Uh, let me go ahead and play that right quick. This is Ayanna Presley, who's part of the squad with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, a.k.a. AOC, uh, Ilhan Omar. Who else? AOC, Ilhan Omar, oh, Rashida Tlaib, and also the the, the godmother, um, Pramila Jayapal. Little known fact. Let's get to the video. This is Ayanna Presley on MS-13 DNC. I mean, MSNBS. I mean, MS... Um, 13 DNC. I'm looking to the public. You know, this is as much about public outcry and organizing and mobilizing and applying pressure so that this GOP-led Senate and that these governors that continue to carry water for this administration, putting the American people in, in harm's way, um, turning a deaf ear to the needs of our families and our communities. Black Caillou, we'll continue. Hold them accountable. Well, make the phone call, send the email, show up. You know, there needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there is unrest in our lives. And unfortunately, there's plenty to go around. Said it right there. There needs to be unrest in the street as long as there's unrest in our lives. Just said it right there. And Kamala Harris is co-signing her talking about, well, they're still going to be protesting until the election, until we win. So they're telling you what they're going to do right there. This, this needs to be led at their feet. The people that are in power. Oh, we're not controlling the ones that are out there rioting. You just said it right there on TV. On TV. This is MS-13 DNC. Right there live on TV. In the morning. Sunday show. You said it. You got to wear it. Like a wig that you don't wear. But anyway, we'll continue. All right. Number to call. 434-658-1220. I think she had alopecia. And she used to wear a wig. So she just said, okay, I'm going to just go skinhead. Caillou. You know, you know what I'm saying? So let's get to the next one. All right. All right, Victor, what's going on? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Hey, it's all good, man. What's happening? Not much. Hey, you know, that Ayanna Presley interview, she looks weird. How are you going <laughs> to shave your head bald and then put fake eyelashes on? <laughs> it's like, man, if you're going to do all that, just put on the wig and just do it right. You know, don't don't halfway, don't like halfway do makeup. That's, that's kind of scary even messed up that you want to shave off your natural hair and put on fake hair. <laughs> I'm like, come on, dude. Come, do you hate yourself that much? Do you hate your natural self, natural look to put some fake stuff on you and you going to shave off your net, what God gave you? Right. <laughs> so anyways, yeah. Congratulations on getting married. Thank you. Yeah, and also it's my anniversary today. 
Oh, wow. Hey, man, great, great time. Great time to be alive. <laughs> yeah. This is actually my my merit, my w- church wedding anniversary. Four years, but we got married in the court first uh, the year before. Yes, yeah, so, so we're, doing, we're doing the same thing. We had, we had the court marriage, then we're doing the wedding next year. Uh, awesome, man. Awesome. So anyway, man, do you see what the NBA accomplished? Mm. What exactly. did they accomplish? <laughs> nothing? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nothing. I mean, how does this sound? I'm tired of police brutality. Therefore, I'm going to protest my job so, so there could be change. Exactly. It's like, what are you you're going to you're going to protest yourself? You're going to boycott you? How does it make any sense? That's just so silly. For for, for, yeah. for one day on top of that, one day. And didn't accomplish anything. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, so but there was one time where the NBA did boycott. And that was when Oscar Robertson did not come out of the locker room during the NBA All-Stars. So they could start a player union. That's how you boycott. He boycotted against the NBA on something that the M- he needed from the NBA, which is a players union. You, they're protesting against police brutality where the NBA did not kill Jacob Blake's or any of uh, others of the black victims. Right. Yeah. And then on top of that, too, is they're saying that NBA is not doing anything or all these professional sports because they also went on a boycott say that they didn't do anything when in reality they did they gave you resources you are making millions therefore you could take that money and team up go to the black community and try to build up a small business or invest in that community so the community could get better why are you waiting for them to do something when you got the resources? They gave you the resources to do uh, to fix up the black community. Exactly. You got it right in your hand. So it was like, what are you going to do with it? You're just going to squander it? Just let it go? Like, what's what's really happening here? Yeah, exactly. It's like, do you actually care when you all when you, when you're the one that asks them for change when you have the resource to uh, to change? Right. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, uh, the 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 two victims that Cal Rittenhouse killed. I'm I'm sorry. I I don't know how to be sympathetic for them for them, especially especially the the bald guy, where he was out there, and I believe he was the first one that got killed. <laughs> He was out there saying, shoot me inward, shoot me inward. Sure first did. Off, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. first off, you're a white guy calling another white guy the inward, and And then the black people around him didn't do anything to him. I thought that white people can't say the inward, and they didn't do anything to him. He got what was, what was coming to him, as well as the other people who got a skateboard, tried to take his gun out of his hand, got, and you end, he ended up dying, and the other person who pulled, pulled a gun out and got his arm blown off. Um, it's, not, it's, it's a both-end it's a, it's a both view. No one is saying that they deserve to die, but don't put your life 
on the line like that and expect that no one won't take your life, especially that guy that says, shoot me inward. Exactly. I mean, these guys put themselves in a situation that they attacked that young man and they got what they got. So I don't I don't really see what the, the big deal is. Yeah. And then in my in my last one where people are saying that on Cal Rittenhouse, he's not a hero. He's a murderer. He's he went out there looking for trouble. He uh, he was out there past curfew yet. They were out there past curfew. They came from out of town. They're the ones that was looking for trouble because they weren't don't go in there protesting peacefully. They were anarchists looking to destroy businesses that had nothing to do with what what happened. And because of that, you claim that you uh, you claim Black Lives Matters, but yet though you destroyed those businesses in those black communities, which is destroying the black community, destroying the black lives in that community. Exactly. One thousand percent. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for taking my call. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Bye. All right. Thank you so much, man, Victor, for the call. And we got quite a few more on the line. I'm going to try to get to here. Y'all just hang tight. 610, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, um, this is Carlina. Is this ABL? Yes, it is. I got a little background noise in the background. Turn the speakers down for me, please. All right. I'm sorry. I'm watching you live, but I'm talking to you. I just want to um, just say one thing. I went to uh, Antifa.com because uh, another YouTuber said if you go there, then you will be transferred right to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris's campaign. And that really happened. And I don't understand how that's legal that they were able to be attached to Antifa. I thought Antifa was a terrorist organization. So that's all I wanted to say and ask you about. Well, I'll tell you how that happened. What's, what's going on is Joe Biden's team does not understand how to do like how to do with the internet. Anybody can buy a name on the internet if, if nobody else owns it or if nobody else is leasing it basically. And what happened was either Trump's campaign or somebody else out there bought the name Antifa and then they just made it go over to Joe Biden's website. Or it's a possibility that Joe Biden could have done that, but I doubt it because that'd be bad optics. It, it was probably somebody else just doing that because that's the way you can associate Joe Biden with Antifa. Well, that would be hilarious. But I mean, <laughs> just like BLM goes to act blue. Uh, that's what I was just saying. Like, Oh yeah, now okay, now well, now that's now that's real to be eliminate Act Blue because Act Blue was actually the payment processor. So that's real. That's that's a thousand percent real. Okay. Yeah, I, I just wanted some feedback on that. I thought that was just like <laughs> illegal and I wanted to like alert everybody real fast. But hey, thanks so much for everything you do. I'm sorry I sound like this. I'm all allergied up, but congratulations and continue your hard work. I appreciate it. All right, thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Shout out to the caller. And shout out to whoever did that. Um, Making Antifa.com go to uh, Joe Biden's uh, campaign. Hey, I got a funny tattoo for you guys that you got to see. If you guys ever watched Family Guy and you saw Peter Griffin, like that, that meme, he's on the ground. He's like, ah, and his, his, his knee is hurting. Here's a good tattoo for you right quick. Hold on. <laughs> Like, somebody actually put that on their leg, for real. All right. 
and you could you could kind of see what's going on. That's where the guy that got shot by Cal Rittenhouse got he got he got a little boo boo on his arm with the gun in his hand, you know, with the with the mask up under his chin. That's I thought that was hilarious when I saw it. Shout out to whoever got that tattoo. You're a funny guy. All right, let me get to the next call, and let's go. All right, Skype caller, who am I speaking to? This is Jeff. All right, Jeff, what's happening? Not too much, man. Oh, what's going on? So, sorry, ABL, I got a delay. I didn't realize you taking my call. Thank you, sir. Oh, no problem. Yeah, hey, uh, really appreciate the work you do. Want to tell you, uh, you know, you're, you're uh, a beacon of uh, hope in a, in a, you know, you're a lighthouse in a dark sea of uh, ignorance. So thanks a lot. Oh, no problem. Thank you. Yeah, hey, um, I, you know, I wanted to make this point uh, and kind of hear your thoughts on it. Uh, it, it. Am I wrong? Like, it seems to me like we're never going to be able to solve the uh, police violence problem uh, because it doesn't really exist. You know, there there really isn't any actual uh, relevant statistics that suggest that black people are targeted by police at a disproportionate rate. They always cite the statistic where they say that it's disproportionate to the percentage of the population, but that's not relevant, of course. It's proportionate to the amount of times they interact with police. They don't have a, uh, a greater um, interaction with the police. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's so, I mean, you know, uh, LeBron James and whoever is never going to be happy because in a in a country that has, you know, 380 million people, the cops are going to shoot about a thousand people a year. And as long as we if we think that that's not acceptable and we burn the cities down every time it happens, uh, it's never going to stop. So I think we, we need to acknowledge the fact that uh, there isn't this epidemic of police violence isn't real. It's imaginary. Yeah. And, and the thing is, sometimes a person is not even shot by the police. They could just die when the police are there and then it's still counted as a police involved shooting. People want to go out there and riot. A, a prime example was Minneapolis recently, not George Floyd, although that's an example in my humble opinion. I'm talking yeah. about the guy that killed himself on camera in front of the witnesses in the middle of the daytime, broad daylight. And people were starting recording when the police came to render him aid to help him not die on the ground, which he did die, unfortunately, because he killed himself. Um, right. They said, hey, y'all did that, y'all did it. And then they went out there and protested and rioted. It's like, it was on camera. People don't care because it's all about just trying to push that particular narrative and not looking at reality for what it is. I couldn't agree more. I, you know, it's it, it has nothing to do with the percentage of population, right? That, that's the, the left always points to that statistic. They say, you know, well, black people only make up such and such percent of the population, but they're, you know, the victim of, uh, you know, police shootings this often. Freaking completely irrelevant if, um, you know, when, when the cops respond to a call, they don't respond based on race. They respond based on who calls who, you know, like in the uh, Blake uh, situation, the, you know, whoever that was, the uh, baby mama or the, you know, rape victim or whoever it was, they called. So he so the cops showed up. They didn't say we're going to go because it's a black guy or a white guy or anything else. They responded to the call. And, uh, you know, when they got and then I how how that's even how this is even a debate. It, it blows my mind. I mean, it never occurred to me, uh, I, you know, if the cops pointed their guns at me, I would do exactly what they said. I am a pretty good citizen. But even if I wasn't a good citizen, I would just be scared. I mean, I would just do what I'm told. I mean, I would probably, you know 
put my hands up if a non-cop pointed a gun at me. So I like the idea that you're just going to wrestle with cops for that's so you know, that's that's so dumb. It makes no sense. Like they got the gun on you. What what are you thinking about doing something else other than what they say? I mean, I've had a gun on me before. I had a gun yeah. on me at least about two or three times. I, I, I'll talk about two times. One time I got robbed gunpoint. It was two guys had the guns on me. One guy in front of me, one guy behind me. I'm like, hey, whatever y'all, hey, take it. You can have it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I had a candy bar and $2 on me. You can have it. Go ahead. Now, another time I had the gun on me that I could speak, that I could speak about was here at my house. I got docs. And the police came to yeah. my back door. That's and what I heard. Remember that? And yeah. when I opened the door, get on the ground. All right, no problem. I got on the ground. They ran here for a little while. They did what they had to do. They apologized when they realized that I, they, I was being doxxed profusely. They, they, they shook my hand. They gave me the number. Said, hey, man, whatever you need, call us. Give us a call. We notice you. Then if you get a weird call, we're going to make sure that everything's right. I did what I was supposed to do. There was no problem. But when you have a gun on you and when to go to the Macarena, do a little, you know, a waltz to your car, you're, you're yeah. just not using your brain. Well, and, and the idea, like, like where, where is the evidence? Like, you know, I'm picking on LeBron, but, you know, he's black people are scared. Black people are scared. Where's the evidence of that, right? Like, if, if like, uh, what's his name? Blake wasn't very scared. And, of course, you see the body cam footage of George Floyd. Like, he didn't, like, you know, he didn't want to go to jail, but he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't nearly as scared as I would be, you know, uh, you know, and, and what's the, the, the video circulating about the, they tried to pull someone over in New York just the other day, and they the cop, the the guy's just swinging on these two cops. Did you see that in New York City? Yeah, uh, I saw it. You know, and it's like you know that guy's not afraid. So like, I, you know, I don't know, man. What what? And then and then and then they never nobody ever wants to. And I'm talking about these, you know, dumb, uh, you know, white liberal kids. You know, uh, they want to talk about. Um, uh, they always want to try to, like like. Yeah, well, ABL, uh, I saw you on a debate on uh, RT TV uh, with some woman, and you brought up black on black crime, and I remember she said, "There's no such thing as black on black crime." <laughs> you know that, and I'm like, "When did, I never even heard that argument before." Like, what? What do you mean? There's no such thing as black on black crime? Like, since when is there no such thing as black on black crime? I don't. Anyways, I don't want to take up too much of your time. <laughs> right, man. Th thank you for your call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Thanks very much, ABL. Keep up the good work. I know. All right, shout out to the caller. Yeah, I mean, if the police if the police got their gun out and they say, "Hey, get on the ground, freeze," get on the ground and freeze. What is like? What are you going to do trying to protest right there at that moment? You put you gambling with your life. I like I love my life too much to gamble with it. I'm not going to be like, "Oh no, I'm going to do what I want." That's just so silly. All right, let me get to the next call. Okay, Skype caller, who am I speaking to? I shout out to the caller. Skype caller, can you hear me? Am I on the air? Yes, you are. Hi. Um, I'm glad to be on the stream. Um, happy to be here. Uh, glad that you were able to talk about the topics that you were bringing up, particularly the Rand Paul case, um, in which I saw the video footage that was uploaded. Saw a couple other takes by some other people, in particular um, channels like Six Hex and Hammer and a couple other YouTube channels I know that are pretty big um, discussing these issues. And I was actually kind of curious. Um, what are your thoughts on Rand Paul perhaps being a future presidential candidate? Let's say 2024, perhaps. Well, I don't think so. I like Rand Paul, but I don't think so because he's not going to be able. He's not he's not he won't be able to get to the center, if that makes any sense, because okay. 
he's too much of a libertarian. And I, I like I like Rand Paul, but I don't think he'd be able to be president because when, you, when you're trying to become the Republican nominee, which is what he would try to do, I'm not sure if he'd really fit. Okay. Okay, I, I, I see that. Um, and then I had another. Uh, I wonder, um, I know there were some comments that earlier in the stream that had mentioned uh, critis- critiques of the Republican Party, like those that were kind of almost in a black pill sense, saying that, oh, post-Trump, the Republican Party could fall apart, things like this. I honestly don't really see that. I could see perhaps... What I could see in the very near future is the dissolution of a Democrat party because you have the Democrats, all the civil war claims that you hear going on right now, it's not a civil war between the right and the left. What it really is from what I, from my standpoint is a civil war between the Democrats themselves. You have your Bernie Sanders, AOC, socialist communist types that are going up against the Nancy Pelosi's and, um, neoliberals types who are all you know kind of establishment politicians those two parties don't like each other if you've noticed like nancy and then aoc will disagree with each other and i could see that causing a split for those parties and perhaps that could be that in the future and then in that case combined with what i see in the republican party which is you have people like a laura loomer and other people whom are kind of have a similar idea in policy, similar to kind of like what Trump is idea in the sense of economics, in the sense of foreign policy, kind of an America first stance. I could see that being the new direction as a, for the future of the Republican Party. I, I can't see like a rhino con type of thing. Like the Republican Party, we know for a fact, is completely different from what it was 20 years ago. It's not... George Bush, Jesus, Jesus type thing, Patriot Act. It's not that. What it is, is it's this new movement. It's this new America first, you know, taking care of the people, trying to decrease taxes, you know, prioritizing the American people, if I'm correct. No, you're right. You're, you're right on it. Yeah. And from what I, and again, if you notice, you see how the Democrats are, it's, it's, I don't know if you've seen that split between the socialists and the establishment politicians. And I could see more of a split heading with those parties because right now all they got, you know, with, with, with their corpse of a running mate, Biden, whom really in reality is just, he's just the Trojan horse for a Kamala Harris presidency. If he were to even get into office, cause I'm pretty sure he would, wouldn't even be unfit to um, be in for this full term. Uh, I could see that happening. And through that, I feel like the future is bright for the GOP and maybe third party, um, third parties that are interested in throwing in a candidate that can perhaps garner those types of votes and support that it wants. Yeah, I mean, I think the the left, they're gonna have a big problem with the with the radical part. But I think they're the ones that are gaining in popularity, the AOC, they're the ones gaining in popularity, especially with the young people and with uh, general leftists. So it's, I think the defining moment will be this election to see how these uh the blm riots have affected a democrat electorate to see if it made them leave or if it galvanized them to see what it really did and i think that it might have a negative effect on the entire party but they've gone so far down this far leftist route i'm not sure they'd be able to come back anytime soon right and then um i I saw some um footage i guess like tim pool had mentioned uh that even some of those heavy, those sanctuary areas where Democrats are holding now are starting to go Trump because of 
not just a split between the Democrats, but then their inability to seemingly call or disown or um, uh, condemn the violence that is happening throughout these cities. And this is just feeding into um, Trump's reelection from what I could see, because as much as it, it sounds you know, glorious, I could see a landslide happening, to be honest. Right. Absolutely, man. Well, hey, thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, of course. Thank you. You have a good night, man. Same to you. All right. Take care. Yeah, I think it will be a landslide. I'm thinking Walter Walter Mondale, Reagan. It, it's going to be rough, man. Since the, since the left is having a fracture that they got to do with right now, and the right is becoming more galvanized around Trump, and also those that have left the left are leaving the left for Trump. It, it's it's going to be a, a serious thing. All righty. And thank you all for joining the show. You guys are the best audience on the internet. Please like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. If you're not subscribed yet, go ahead and do that right now. And when you do that, click the bell right there so you get notified whenever I go live and or post a new video. And if you like listening to this show as audio only, and you don't want to use a ton of bandwidth, listen to me on listen to me on your favorite audio streaming platform. That could be uh, Spotify, Google Play, Apple iTunes, Stitcher, Anchor, whatever you want to listen to me on. There's a link for that in the description box below. Check it out. All right. 716 right on line, I'm going to speak it to. Yes, who am I speaking to? Oh, hi. Um, I'm Adriana from Buffalo, New York. All righty. What's going on? Um, there hasn't been a lot of talk about Kamala Harris or her policies. And one of the things that um, really scares me is how she feels about sex workers. And I don't know if you know a little bit more about that. I, I just I know that she wants to legalize sex work. And I just can't believe any American could ever stand for that. Anyone with children, um, the idea of sex work being legal. So I just thought, you know, I haven't heard a lot about it. And um, I just thought maybe you might have an opinion about that. Well, I do have an opinion. I've not heard that from Kamala, but it makes sense. I mean, it kind of, you know, goes in line with the whole radical left thing. They want to, um, you know, um, legalize sex work. And it's this whole thing about they, they keep saying if, if you ever hear anything about black trans women, like specifically, it's because these people are sex workers. That's that's the whole thing. That's what they are. And a lot of right. these a lot of these men are being killed in the street. And it's this whole thing about, oh, stop killing this. Well, tell your black male clients to stop killing you after a date. That's what's going on. That's happening. So that's the whole thing about right. that. And they want to legalize the sex work so they become more safe. But the reality is they're not going to be more safe. You're going to have more human trafficking victims that are out there in the street that are forced into sex slavery. And it's harder to identify somebody that's a human trafficking victim when you have legalized sex work. People don't think about that. Well, I think about it. We think I about it, but about they don't. Thing. Right. I'm sorry. I thought about the same thing. I thought, how could it possibly um, decrease the amount of sex trafficking? There's no way it would no. increase. And then people would have fetishes and just crazy things that would just continue to be legalized. Correct. So, Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So I had that one question because I don't really see a lot of that, um, you know, talked about. And I also wanted to talk about, um, oh my goodness, I completely forgot. I lost my Oh, uh, another person had sent a, uh, uh, super, um, chat and he, he, uh, he talked about, 
what are some of the things that um, conservatives can do to combat this um, cancel culture? Because as a teacher, I'm a teacher, it's so hard that I always have to bite my tongue, bite my lip. And if I do say something, oh, my goodness, I have to worry. I have to be concerned. Um, I, I, and obviously, as a teacher, we don't go in and, oh, vote Trump. I mean, I, I teach 12-year-olds. You know, people think I'm this teacher walking in, oh, I'm going to vote Trump. That's it. You know, I teach curriculum. I teach from a textbook. We may have an essay assignment that, you know, they, every, every student can voice their opinion on what they believe in. But um, I feel that I, I, I'm really starting to get scared, you know, that there's almost like this communistic um, strategy going on from the left. And um, I just wanted to know if you had any strategies that could combat this problem. Now, is this starting early, like as far as like little kids being politicized with Trump and Biden? Um, no, no. Well, I mean, people believe that that's what some teachers do. But I'm oh. talking about personal self. There's not a lot of Trump supporting teachers. <laughs> oh, OK, I'm you know what I mean? I'm one of very few and when I do make any commentary on social media or anything, you know, I, I state an opinion, automatically they're doing their own research. They find out I'm a teacher. They want to um, contact the superintendent. And none of the things that I say are offensive. They're just the facts that I listen to from you and Brandon Tatum, and, you know, all of you brilliant conservatives that I love to listen to so much. So those are the facts that I use. Um, I try and limit my time on social media because of this and because I get attacked. But, um, yeah, I've had quite a few people go on and research and see that I'm a teacher, try to reach out to my superintendent. And, um, you know, it's, it's getting to the point where I, I have to just sit in the corner and not say anything. And that kind of breaks my heart as an American. Yeah, it can be rough because you want to voice your opinion. But at the same time, if, you live in, if you're in an environment that's not really friendly towards that, it's kind of hard to do it. I'm not sure what the solution is to be able to express yourself that way. Um, I don't really know. Like for, for me, I was always kind of the odd guy out anyway. So I just did my own thing. Um, I don't know. Sometimes you don't have to necessarily say things where you are. Uh, but if you want to, you got to understand there's going to be a battle. And maybe, yeah. you know, you could find other people that might want to support you that you work with if you have any. But just know that it's, it's going to be uh, it's going to be an issue. Just like really with me when I was, you know, being conservative more openly, it was an issue. And I had to kind of battle through it, but I think that on the other side of it, I'm better off. So it's just a matter of what you want to do with and what you think the end result of what you're doing is going to be, if it's going to be worth it or not. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you. And congrats on your uh, wedding. And uh, thank you for taking my call. Uh, thank, you. Oh, thank, you. thank you for the call. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. All right. Shout out to the caller. And I got to clarify because I got I to gotta be right. I did not have a wedding. I got married. My wedding is next year. But thank you anyway for everybody that say congratulations. I appreciate y'all. You guys are the best. All right. Let me get to the next call here. Let me go. 503, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Uh, my name's Daniel. All right. What's going on? Uh, I just wanted to touch on a couple things. Uh, the first thing I wanted to touch on was, uh, that you know, the NBA's get woke, go broke here. And, you know, they're, the solution of the players is like, you know, we need we need to go woker. We can we can do this. We're not doing enough here. We're trapped in this bubble and we need to take more action and all this and I just these pampered babies don't know what they're talking about. They're 
to try and speak to the black experience in America from them is just ridiculous. I don't think any of them, you know, they're they're way out of touch with the experience of any regular people. And I saw them talking about in an article recently that they went out and bought Teslas because they thought that cops wouldn't think a black man was driving a Tesla, and that made them feel more secure. And I'm just like, what? what is this? What are these people thinking? That's you know? that's that's so silly. I mean, they they think they think that police are racist and that people aside from them are racist, but it's them. They are the racist. Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. I saw some of the comments that they were saying about the uh, you know in the media about the RNC and about uh, you know the colored folks speaking there and uh, saying stuff about Melania's accent and all that. And it's just like. This is so brazen and it's so out in the open. And I just, it, it actually shocked me this morning, some of the stuff I was seeing. I'm just like, wow. You know, the RNC is opening up the tent. We're bringing in more and more people. Uh, you know, the a lot of liberals, like true classical liberals, whatever you want to say, they're starting to say, like, hey, we need to conserve these liberal values. We need to conserve freedom of speech. The, the history of America and everything that's made this country so great. And uh, I just, I think it's, it's crazy to see all the people calling in the C-SPAN and all that. A lot of people I know, I live in Portland actually. And so, you know, a lot of people I know that the riots have really woke them up and it's not going to turn the state or anything, but you know, it's they're chipping away at it. That's right. I mean, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I just want to touch on those couple of things: the 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 racism out in the open, and the the stupid NBA players, and just to remind everybody to pray for Kyle Rittenhouse. He's got a great lawyer, but the, you know we already saw it with the McCloskeys, and now they're coming after him too. And we need to be able to defend ourselves. And when you start seeing law enforcement coming after people defending themselves, and then they want to, it, it, it's 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 very terrifying. That's right. Okay, well, that was all I had to say. I wanted to get my piece out. Well, thank you God for the call, man. You, ABL. All right, I mean, thank you for the call. All right, shout out to the caller. Let's get to the next call here. And let's go 615 in the line. Who am I speaking to? Yes, this is Holly in Nashville. All righty, what's going on? Uh, Number one. Thank you. You guys are the tip of the spear. Um, you guys are, I mean, I've been watching you from the very beginning, and you've just been so fearless and so brave, and I just want to thank you for that. No problem. All right. And then I've got a couple breaking news items. Um, from One is from a D.C. Patriot, and one is from another news source. But the first one is uh, there's new video out. Um, and you know you're a big Second Amendment guy, mm-hmm. so I, I was hoping to I was hoping to get your opinion on it or whatever. But um, so uh, Kyle, I don't want to mess his name up. Rittenhouse. That's his Rittenhouse. name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's another angle that came out, and a, a professional film guy took he he in sequence time sequence he took every single film that was available, and there's a second film from people's phones, stream, live streams, and he pieced them all together. 
um, and put it on a timeline. It's like I don't. It's like over thirty minutes. It's around thirty minutes or something. But the new the new film the new uh, live stream um, component that's in there shows that the guy, you know, the guy uh, that got his arm blown off. Yeah. Okay, so there's muzzle fire. You can see the muzzle fire. So he returned fire. Kyle returned fire. Oh, so so the guy shot so, first. Yes. Oh. Yeah, and so um, it's a. Uh, I, I sent the link to your contact at ABL. Um, mm. I believe it's uh, DC Patriot is the name of that. And then um, that was the first thing. And then the second thing is, uh, so the Kenosha riots. You know how we've, um, you know, a lot of conservatives. We've been watching how organized a lot of these protests are and a lot of it does not look organic you you can kind of see that it's funded so anyway there was a big bust tonight um and i'll send you the link to this too to your to your email um they they made a huge bust of of uh of people that were carrying like Molotov cocktails and gas cans and riot gear uh, I think they arrested like nine people. It was like a whole caravan. And um, so it just goes to show, I mean, it just goes to show there's, you know, just goes to show that, you know, there's, you know, you want to say deep state or George Soros. Um, it's pretty creepy what's going on. So someone's funding this. I don't know if it's the money from Black Lives Matter you know, where people gave for the right reason, but it's being spent the wrong way. So yeah, I mean, thing. Pe people think that it's going for the, they, they think, oh, this, this is a good cause, it's charitable, but it was always the wrong thing from the very beginning because the same people, Black, Black Lives Matter, were out there in 20, 2016 doing the exact same thing. So it was always wrong from the beginning, but it was framed as it was a good thing. And I think that we all know now that it's a bad thing. Yep. Well, I appreciate your show. Well, thank you for the call. Uh, definitely appreciate you. And congratulations. I think you probably broke a lot of conservative women's hearts tonight. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Shout out to the caller. And thank you all for being here. You guys are the best audience on the Internet. Let's get to a few more calls. 541, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, this is Brandon. All righty, Brandon. What's hey, going uh, on? Not much. And, of course, congratulations and all that good stuff to you. Thank you. Um, but, yeah, I was calling. Um, of course, I'm from Portland, Oregon. And did you see the uh, the big old Trump support that they had down there? There's like over 2,200 people that showed up. And, and that was where? In Portland, Oregon. No, I didn't see that. Really, in Portland? Yeah, there's a a, a huge line of uh, cars with their American flags, their Trump support flags, and everybody's honking. And yeah, it was it's great. Wow. Yeah, so it's about time, you know. It, uh, man, we've been getting bombarded down here by all these losers, but you know, you know, you, you read about it every day. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, the the other thing I was going to ask you about was uh, 
so I've gone down here and I've checked out the uh, the riots a couple times, and um, it's just amazing how you know how how these BLM people are running around, and a lot of them are from the area, and uh, the you know the uh, African the the American with African descent. I, I always hear you say that. <laughs> I think it's funny. Um, they turn on you, you know, I'm white and they, they, every time I turn around, they're like calling me the N word and, and, uh, this and that. And they're, they're saying, you know, like, I, I found this really disturbing, but they're, they're yelling at, you know, white people, you're going to die. And, uh, you guys are going to be our slaves eventually just wait. And I mean, it's just sick stuff that they're, they're saying, but then they're running around with, you know, like a crew of white people. And it's like, what, what are you? Do you guys understand what's coming out of your mouth? <laughs> right. I, I don't know. It's it's getting it's getting sick though. I mean, you know, but I think uh, I think people are starting to see what you see. Just regular people that are out there going to work, you know, and and they're watching this stuff happen, and it's not making any sense. It's not adding up. It's like it's all these white people screaming at people, using n words, cussing, and hitting. Like, what are we really seeing? Is this supposed to be some type of peaceful thing? It's supposed to be about Black Lives Mattering? Is this some kind of uh, uh, benevolent? We know that it's not at this particular point in time. So people are getting fed up. Yeah. Yeah, it's like some reverse, backwards, race-hating, cra- I don't even know. It's just, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's the new clan. I don't really see the difference. It it's, really is. Yeah. It just looks different. That that's it. That's all. Yeah, but yeah, it's getting scary. I mean, you know, the, oh, actually, another thing was, did you see those three people? And of course, they were with Black Lives Matter, but they were all white. Um, they went into uh, Ted Wheeler's. Um, uh, he lives in a like a penthouse or a condo or whatever, and they went into the uh, the office area when you first walk in to go to the elevators. Oh, they to, to the to the lobby. Themselves apart. Yeah, into the lobby. They chained themselves together. It's like two guy or two girls and a guy, and they were all white and just it's a it's it's funny. I'm 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 kind of lost for words on that one. That's really crazy. Yeah, I, I mean, the, you you look down there and there's you know I hate to say it, but there's more white people down there freaking out and being horrible to you know like the African American police officers and just some of the things that you hear are horrible and our police officers need to have respect. And I think that that goes back to the accountability of if like LeBron James or sits here and says, you know, that he is so terrified. If you're so terrified when, when you're dealing with the officers, why are you freaking out instantly Saying, oh, it's because I'm black. You pulled me over. You're dealing with me and fighting with the officers. I, I just, if you're so afraid, why is that happening? Right. It's, it's a question you got to ask. You can't just leave it there and just not expand on it. It's like, okay, why is it happening? Let's, <laughs> let's really talk about it. Let's get down to the core and then we can maybe do something to fix it. But if you just say, oh, we're scared, and nah, like, let's talk about it. Don't just have this, you know, really. Uh, my pick type of thought you just throw out there that doesn't make any sense. Exactly. I mean, your platform touches plenty of people, but just think how many more people LeBron touches. If he really wanted to make some change, let's say, you know, 
throw it out there. Hey, people, calm down, you know, quit fighting the cops. Don't you think that would be a better way to go than spewing this hateful dem- democratic nonsense? <laughs> yeah, that, that would that would make sense, man, for sure. But, hey, thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you. Thank you, and have a great night. All right, same to you. That's, that's, that's a great question right there in the chat. Mark says, why are they rioting in Portland, but not in Harlem? <laughs> uh, because, listen, it's the it's the super virtue signaling white liberal that's out there wanting to show out. And also a bunch of drugs. You got a bunch of dope fiends out there that want to kind of get involved with the mix, too. Mix them together and you're going to have countless riots. You know, that, that tells you how much is, you know, how, how much we're affected by it. It's not even really a real thing. All right, let's get to the next call. Three went on you in the line. I'm going to speak to Hey, Mr. ABO. How are you doing, sir? Everything's good, man. Can't complain. Okay. My name is uh, Anthony. I actually spoke to you about a month ago. I'm a police officer here in California. Yes, sir. Uh, again, I just, just wanted to show my appreciation for the good work that you do and just promoting uh, good, uh, good rights instead of left wrong so um i just i just wanted to make a few comments that you know uh, there's a big big war big big war on law enforcement right now morale is super low uh, the max that's the mass exodus of cops retiring uh, cops taking their own lives wow like guessing themselves uh getting hurt and it's ridiculous and we need to be able to go back to when that what we signed up to do is protecting and serving and just what you are speaking is just allowing us to do that so i really appreciate you and i just want you to keep up the good work Ain't no problem man you know i gotta do my part y'all out there doing your part i do a little bit y'all do a lot man so i'm here for y'all i really, really appreciate it i mean i'm a, I'm a african-american myself a police officer according to blm I, i'm no longer a black person and my life doesn't matter I, I'd like to think otherwise, but you know, all lives matter. Everyone matters. That's right, man. 100% correct. I appreciate you. No problem, man. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Shout out to the officers out there. Hey, y'all, y'all keep your head up, man. Hopefully things turn around and, you know, never, never get so in, much into your head because that's what it, it is. You get deep into your head, into your thoughts. You know, where you are right now might not be the best place. You might want to go to a different place. You know, I'm seeing some guys are transferring to different places because not everywhere has this issue with the police. You got some of these liberal Democrat cities that are just a mess right now. But not everywhere is like that. Out here where I live, it's, it's cool. It's straight. Limited crime. I, I, I love it. It's, this is really good. I, Virginia... You know, I, I'm a Virginia guy. I grew up in Virginia, born in West Virginia. So that's my heart, too. But I was raised in Virginia, Virginia Beach area, Norfolk, Chesapeake, Seven Cities. That area just got too off the chain. Before the virus, before George Floyd, it was getting crazy. I was watching the news one night, and it, it, was, it was always robberies, like at gas stations and stuff. But like on the interstate, 64, it's like a ring. Typical interstate in the city, but within one night, every gas station along the interstate got robbed, like within an hour. And that was not even uncommon. 
one time it was a shooting that happened right near where I lived in my apartments where I used to live. It was like the OK Corral. You're talking about it had to have been about five minutes of continuous gunfire from varying types of guns. And then they had on the news the next day, somebody grandma had to duck down and the bullet went through her 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 um apartment and into her microwave. It was crazy, man. Like when that was going on, I was like, man, I gotta I have to go. What am I gonna do? I have to leave here. So a lot of guys are just leaving and going to a different a neighboring county. And you might want to even come back when things calm down if they do, or you might not want to come back. You see what's happening right now in New York. Uh, thousands of people are leaving. What can you do? You want to stay there and fight, but sometimes the battle is lost. And what can you do? It's not even nothing you can nothing you can do. Like in a situation in New York, they, they're shutting everything everything down because of the virus. You got bad leadership. Matter of fact, how many people have left New York? Um, that's a good question. If you guys know in the chat, how many people have left? I heard 500,000 have left New York ever since all this stuff started going on, ever since the virus and the riots. And I, I'm not really sure how many, but it's a lot. And they're going all over the country. But like I said earlier, all that I ask, if you're coming from somewhere else, do not bring your nonsense with you, please. If you voted liberal Democrat where you lived before, don't do it here because you're escaping what you voted for if you did. Not all of us are gonna do that, obviously. You might be a conservative in Portland, Oregon, and you might be wanting to escape. Come on down, be conservative in a new place too. That'd be great. All right. Let me get to, and you know what? Speaking of leaving, when I was a youngin in Virginia growing up, um, half of my hood, like I'm talking about, I was in the ghetto. Half of my hood was New Yorkers. This was in the 90s, 80s and 90s, like late 80s, early 90s, and up until like really all throughout the 90s and then for, forevermore. You know, so let's get to some 14,000 vacant apartments in New York. Is that is that right? I, I don't doubt it. Not at all. That makes that makes sense. I, I showed that. Wow. Andy Lab says 750,000. 750,000 people have left New York. I mean, it'll be a million pretty soon. 420,000 have left New York City since May 2020. Wow. Unreal. All right, let's get to some more calls. Got it. All right, J. Mill. Oh, okay. Anniversary Patriots, hey. Hey, how are you? Hey, ABL, how are you doing? <laughs> Everything's good, can't complain. Oh, very good. Congrats, man. Congrats. Man, we wanted to say congratulations to you. <laughs> we wish you guys so many, many, many more years of happiness and bliss. We saw a picture of you guys out there on uh, Facebook. You guys make a handsome couple, but yeah. boy, ABL, you have a beautiful wife. <laughs> thank she you. Thank gorgeous. you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Well, yeah. we also wanted to say um, we are still getting people that comes over to our channel, ABL, and they still say that they are coming from you, and we cannot thank you enough. Oh, it's working. And we cannot uh, thank you enough for uh, promoting our channel. We really do appreciate that. Right. Um, but what was your question? Well, I, I have a question now. Uh, apparently, uh, we might have found a way to get the subterranean basement dweller, Joe, out of the basement, and it looks like it's internal polling. Uh, I mean, you, I think you saw the Don Lemon piece where Don's coming up. We've got to say something about the riots. we got to do something. they got to do something. And then Joe's going on the road, you know, after uh, Labor Day, I guess, uh, which is going to be entertaining as hell. Uh, but, 
I mean, what do you think? I mean, you think that this, these internal polls are really what's driving all this craziness now in the media that they want to be the party of peace and no rioting? Oh, definitely. They, they, they see that the polls are not looking very good. I think there was a 25 point drop in Wisconsin right. as far as support for Black Lives Matter. And then that's really reflecting upon the Democratic Party because they're the ones that are pretty much supporting it. So now they're trying to say, OK, we got to get out in front of it. And, and the funniest thing is how Joe Biden is actually taking the advice. He's trying to blame Trump for the violence. Yeah. It's like, yeah. how does this make any sense? Trump is a guy that's trying to send the federal agents to Portland, Oregon, and he's being refused by the liberal Democratic mayor and the governor. So how was it his fault? It doesn't make any sense. But they're they're doing that because they know that this is hurting them really badly. Right, right. So, ABL, did you also see, real quick, I'm sorry, baby. Not too bad, baby. Did you also see, uh, real quick, the guy from Utah, the BLM leader from Utah who's in D.C. saying that they're not going to wait for the election. They're going to rip Trump out of there. Oh, yeah. Wow. No, I didn't see that one. But, hey, he might get knock on his door for Secret Service about that and say, hey, sir, I saw what you said in front of the White House. You want to come with me, have a little chit-chat? Yeah, they don't play around right. with that. They don't yeah. play around. I think so, too. But, you know, the polls are really driving a lot, especially I think, what was it? The uh, after the convention, there's a nine point increase uh, in job approval amongst uh, black voters. Uh, so that's huge for them. You're 24 percent now. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, yeah, I mean, that's really big because I mean, and, I, and I'm seeing it. I get a lot of DMs, a lot of emails. People are saying, hey, I'm doing better than I ever have been. It, it's going great. Even during the virus is fantastic. I mean, people really see what's going on and they're, they're taking notice. They're, they're appreciating what's happening. Absolutely. Hey, well, man. thank you so thank much, you so ABL, much. for taking our phone call. We appreciate everything yeah. that you do. Keep it going and we're going to continue watching. Oh, yeah. you have a good marriage evening. is great. You're going to love it, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, marriage is great. <laughs> they, they, they will keep you in line. So. <laughs> well, I, I thank you all for the call. As always, appreciate y'all. All right. Appreciate you. you too. All right now. All right, shout out to the callers, and they are Interracial Patriots on the YouTubes. They have a channel, Interracial Patriots. I think they're in the chat somewhere commenting. Matter of fact, if I could find a link to their channel right quick, I'll put it in the box. You guys go check them out and see what they got going on. But yeah, they, they see the internal polling as far as, um, you know, what, what's going on with Joe Biden and the, the BLM situation. That's linked to your channel right there in the box. Interracial Patriots. All righty. So let me get to the next call. The number to call 434-658-1220. And let's go. All right, call your line. I'm speaking to 317. Hello? Yeah, someone speaking to. Anthony, how's it going? This is uh, Corey in uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. All righty, man. What's going on? What's going on, my seven cities, brother? Everything's good, man. Can't complain. You're trying to do the best you can, aren't you? That, that's right. Absolutely. Every day. That's pretty much all you can do, my friend. Absolutely. You know, it's uh, re really interesting right now, man, is, um, you know, it, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense, uh, you know, some of the things that are going on and what, how the people are behaving. Uh, with this Jacob, uh, what's the Jacob guy's last name? I can't remember his last name. Jacob something or other. It's up in, um, um, where was he, up in Minnesota? Or uh, Blake, Midwest. Jacob Blake. Yeah, Jacob Blake, Jacob Blake. So, Jacob Blake, you're riding over our, 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 our children, 
and it's really our children doing this, and this is the thing that bothers me the most uh, for anybody listening. Uh, the thing that concerns me the most is, is grown adults is one thing. Grown adults do their own thing. They make their own decisions. Um, but when it comes to our kids, and, and they could be grown adult kids, because 18 years old makes you an adult responsible for yourself, but at the end of the day, it doesn't make you an adult. Right. But they're out there doing all this nonsense and burning things down over a man that had a felony warrant for uh, sexual assault. I, I don't. I don't think the felony warrant said it was rape. It. it, it I guess it could be construed as that, or maybe changed to that later. But uh, sexual assault, and yeah. then also domestic violence. Uh huh. Criminal trespass, domestic domestic violence, uh, sexual assault. And he also had a, a track. He also had a rap sheet, and then plus the day that the police came, um, the police were called on him by his ex girlfriend or something like that. So it wasn't like it just showed up and say, "Hey, we're going to arrest you today." No, nah, the police were called on him by the person that was there. Yeah, and 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 uh, this this is the thing that's disturbing because I spent a lot of my time last night talking to a lot of these uh, these lefty liberals here in Indianapolis. And Marion County in Indianapolis is a liberal-run county, and it's the biggest uh, biggest state and county in the, or excuse me, biggest city and, and county in the state of Indiana. And you know, I sat and tried to talk with these folks. I must have spent, and this is yesterday. Uh, I don't know, five or six hours, and I'm I'm not kidding. And then I even had one of them call me on the phone, and and talk to them for like an hour and a half. All they wanted was something out of the situation. They're like, well, we want something out of the movement. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, what do you want? I was like, what, what is it you're wanting? He's like, well, you know, we, we deserve something. I was like, so basically you're just kind of BSing and you're trying to get something out of a bad situation. And, you know, I just, I look at that ABL and, uh, you know how the seven cities are. Seven cities is wild. Yeah. You know, and you, you know, you lived there for many years and, you know, you know, I'm from there. You know, Norfolk and Virginia Beach. I'm Newtown Road, military circle. Know all so about like, it. What, what, yeah. What is it? What is it <clears throat> that you really want? And and what, what are your goals? Their goals, is, from what I've been hearing, is uh, money. Yeah, money, money with no actual work put in to get the money. Just want money just because, like, just more government handouts. Yeah, and, and it's like I, I tried to, with, with this young man. He was actually a smart guy. He was very smart, very intelligent. But he can't get over, and, and this is our problem, and this is the point I was trying to get to. Um, and I know you got other callers, and you got tons of people watching, so I won't take too much time. But he was trying to get to the point where, you know, he's like, well, you know, we we just deserve this and we deserve this and we deserve that. I'm like, well, why do you deserve it? And then I asked the same question to the guy about the the, the, the gentleman that was shot seven times in the back. I said, he's like, well, that was too many times. I said, well, how many times was he supposed to get shot? Two times? Three? Four? Right, exactly. One? I, I, I was saying the same thing. It's like, well, how many times is – like, it's not – like it, it, it won't be a certain uh, a shot quota. It's all about just trying to end the threat. That's how police get trained. But people, they don't. They just don't have the information. You know, they they're just ignorant 
and they just react off of emotion. But my thing is, if you're going to be, you know, dealing with politics and understanding how laws work, you need to be educated and understand what's going on. Therefore, you won't have to rely upon your emotions to dictate how you react. And then you support, and then you go back and you support. I asked this gentleman the same thing. And this is a, a black male, 39 years old, mm -hmm. a little older than you, a little younger than me. I'm 42. Asked him to say, you know, the, the question about the shots. Okay, well, that's one thing. I was like, you know, what, what exactly does you want? He wanted, he wanted something from every, from some, everybody else. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't, it wasn't something like, okay, I'm just going to, you know, give me an opportunity to open a business, open my own business, take care of myself and that kind of thing. And then I questioned him about all the stuff being burnt down because Indianapolis has got some problems too, whether mm -hmm. you realize this or not. So, you know, I'm asking these questions and it's just not resonating. It's not resonating at all. It's, it's literally not sticking. It's, right. it's like, oh, no, I'm owed something. I'm entitled. I'm entitled. Somebody owes me something, so therefore, here's what I'm going to do. So I'm like, I'm like, why are you? Why are we burning down people's businesses? And you know where I live, off of, of Meridian, uh, uh, Lafayette and Kessler. You know this is a black area. I was like, you know, what? What is it that you that you actually want? He doesn't even know. He doesn't even know. It's it's all about somebody needs to give me something. Entitlement. That is the problem, and that's what we need to address. And I'll let you, uh, I'll let you bounce on that one, homeboy. All right, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Thanks, you, ABL. Hey, keep doing what you're doing, bro. All right, thank hey, you. Congratulations on your marriage too. I'm getting ready to get married as well. So, oh, th thank you, man, and, and congrats in advance. Thank you, sir. All right, now. All right, shout out to the caller. Great caller. Yeah, one thing I was saying the same thing about what's the name, uh, LeBron James. You kept saying, we want change, we want change, and we demand change. Well, what what is this change that you speak of, sir? What is What does change look like to you? Like, can you write something down on a sheet of paper? I know it's literacy ain't really there, but can you just, you know, articulate it? You could tell me, I'll write it down for you, boss. You can, you can work through it, but what do you want? And what you're not going to do is just demand things by not playing. I don't care if you don't play basketball, but if you have a request, you can ask anything. Your, your stunt about not playing basketball will not make the request actually make a difference. But if you want something, you live in California, talk to the elected official. Okay. Try to get Trump on the phone. Matter of fact, Trump was, and you know what? Shout out to my man, Uber guy. Uber guy, if you're watching, you, you put it in very good words and you, you said it on your channel a few times. You said it, I think you said it to me. We're talking about it in person. Trump was like, hey, if you want anybody to be released from jail, give me a list. Give me a list and, we, and we'll work on it. It might even happen. Look at what happened to with Allison Reed Johnson and many other people. Kim Kardashian, Kanye West's wife, went to the White House and said, hey, here's a list. What can we do? And he made something happen. Okay. That's what Trump does. He's always done that. Little known fact about Trump, I'm going to get to right quick and then we get back to a couple more calls here as we almost close the show. Um, judge Joe Brown, you guys know what judge Joe Brown is. He used to be on TV with the, the, with the TV judge shows, really smart guy, black guy. Of course, judge Joe Brown said on a podcast recently, I think with Curtis Schoon on Twitter, that Trump was very well known for financing black businesses back in the eighties and nineties. Now, what would happen is 
people would tell a lot of black folks that couldn't get capital anywhere else, no bank, no friends, no family, hey, go to Trump, he'll, look, he'll hook you up, he'll, he'll look out for you, he'll get you on the right path. So you go to Trump, business plan or whatever, you ask for a certain amount of money. And Trump would be like, okay, here's the money, pay it back once you get everything cracking, um, we can just do it that way, it's fine. I shake your hand, we got a good deal, and I trust you on your word, okay? Matter of fact, sign a sheet of the paper, bring it back with the payment, and then we good. So they would go, do what they gotta do, start their business, they come back with the money and the check. He take the check, tear it up, give him the paper back, and be like, yo, enjoy your business. That's Trump. Trump was never known as a racist. Did you know that Trump helped Jesse Jackson? And I talked to him with there. He, he funded Jesse Jackson's campaign twice. Helped start the Rainbow Push Coalition. Coalition, pardon me. I mean, was he a racist then? Was he a racist when he was getting the wars with Rosa Parks and Muhammad Ali? You can go to him and ask for what you want. Don't try to bully him. Just ask. And see what he does. You might he might look out for you. You might be appreciative, but if you want to just do what the left telling you to do and be a puppet, then you won't get anywhere. If you want to do that, that's fine. But I'm not a puppet. I think for myself. So it is what it is. Probably online. I'm speaking to three eight six. All righty, man. What's going on? How's it going, ABL? Just want to say congratulations on the wedding or getting married. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Hold on, uh, caller. I got I got a little bit of background noise. Turn your speakers down for me, please. One second. Is this better? All right, go ahead. All right. Um, there's one thing I did want to bring up that I found really interesting. Um, I got this off the Liberal Hive Minds video. And I looked a little bit into it myself, and it was... um. Um, Joseph Rosenbaum and the gunshot wounds that he had received. Well, apparently there was more wounds that we weren't aware of. And let me, let me see, it says examiner's office conducted an autopsy on Joseph Rosenbaum. Dr. Kelly in, indicated that Rosenbaum had a gunshot wound to the right groin, which fractured his pelvis gunshot wound to the back, which perfor perforated his right lung and liver, a gunshot wound to the left hand, a superficial gunshot wound to the lateral left thigh, and a grazed gunshot wound to the right side of his forehead. And um, goes on to say Dr. Kelly also conducted an autopsy on Anthony Huber. Uh, Dr. Kelly indicated that Huber had a gunshot wound to his chest that perforated his heart, aorta, pulmonary artery, and right lung. So as far as, the, as, far as Joseph Rosenbaum, it seems like... That one draws the red flag. Was he shot? So Kyle was facing him. He wasn't behind him. Yeah. So that that's the part I'm a little confused about on who was there another shooter. And then like this one lady pointed out, and then in another video I saw, there's a gunshot wound in it, or sorry, a gunshot initially before Kyle even started firing. So I'm really curious on what that ordeal is about because there was reported and eyewitness statements saying there was other guys with handguns at that specific riot. So 
I feel like there's another piece in this whole puzzle that hasn't come to light yet that hopefully can shed more light on Kyle's situation and, and help him out in court. Cause that just, none of that adds up as far as that man and his gunshot wounds. Well, we're going to see a lot more come out. We're, we're going to see all of that come out in court. So uh, I think we just can hold our horses and see how everything plays. But I think from what I've saw so far in the videos, that first degree murder is not going to be applicable. Right. Yeah, it's absolutely not first degree murder. I mean, he, he was acting in self-defense. Um, the, the, the whole thing, how it even showed, like when you search Kyle online or whatever, he's um, actually labeled as Hispanic and not white. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not, I'm not entirely, I, I can't confirm or deny if that is actually true. That's just what I saw in the video. It's, it's just the reality of the situation. But um, I'm noticing also, um, aside from the topic of that, um, there seems, um, at least in my place of work, um, we have a thing, uh, someone, some people on this chat might know what it is, but it's called an EO rep or equal opportunity rep. Mm. And there's been some cases ever since everything that has happened where there have been Caucasian individuals who have went to these equal opportunity reps with complaints of getting racial slurs and comments from those uh, of color, whether they're black, Hispanic. And um, for the ones when they said that they received these racial slurs from the ones that are black, um, apparently the CEO rep who was black himself made the statement to this individual saying black people can't be racist. Wow. So, 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 so the EO rep, the guy that you got to go to for these types of incidents is just totally biased himself. Yeah. I, now this individual who is an EO rep, I've had a conversation about everything that has happened. There's some things that we disagree on. There's a lot of things that we would think the same on that we didn't even know until we had that conversation that no one wants to have, or at least a lot of people try to have, but it's too much of a gray zone, too much of a sensitive, uh, sensitive area. But when he had said that, I'm like, that, that's, that's unbelievable. You, an equal opportunity rep, are going to tell someone uh, blacks can't be racist. You being a black yourself, racism is basically just an extreme type of form or a specific type of form of prejudice. And then he went on to say that black people can be very prejudiced but they can't be racist oh boy i've heard i've heard that so many times if i if i don't every time i heard that i'll be rich yeah it's it's really it's it's really sad it the whole that whole statement is just completely invalid they can be prejudiced but you can't you can't be right that makes no sense uh for him being an equal opportunity rep i i just recommend he ought to give up that additional skill identifier uh, in this career because you're going to be an EO rep, EO rep and tell someone that your career in turn can be done. That's, that's my, that's not a game you want to play. That's, that's highly unprofessional, especially in the position that he's in. And that, that just, I don't, I don't even really know what else to say about that. I thought that was just disgusting to tell someone, someone yeah. coming to you in, uh, in the workplace who is going through these racial tensions now, and, and you're going to turn them away like that. It, that doesn't make any sense. And like you were just saying uh, before you took the call, um, other topic, Trump, Trump, uh, 
everyone at 2015 when I was in training uh, in Fort Benning. And when we heard he was running for president and all the things he said he was going to do and everything, it was just like, damn, that was the spark. That was the trigger. People didn't like that. I don't understand what just made them snap because, like you stated, like people would go for those specific reasons. Hey, go to Trump. He'll hook you up for regarding those businesses you were talking about. And Trump, never any reports or issues or speculations of him being racist. And then he just announces he's running for president. And then it's just been an all out war on the man. Now, I will say, like, as far as like. The well, I'm sorry, Carlo, but I'm, I'm, I, I got I to wrap it on up here. I'm sorry. I, I got you. I appreciate everything you do. Congratulations again. You have a blessed one. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right. God bless. All right. Shout out to the caller. And thank y'all for being here. You guys are fantastic. Okay, that's the end of the calls. But I got to get to some super chats right quick and then wrap it on up, put a bow on top. So y'all don't go nowhere. Stay for about a good 10, 15 minutes. Get you something nice and cold to drink, good to eat. We'll be out of here pretty soon. I'll be back live again on Wednesday, of course, and back live on Brendan Tatum's show Thursday. Sorry I missed y'all last time. Hey, I, I the, my favorite part of what I do here on the YouTube is talking to you guys on the live shows. I really enjoy it. That's my favorite thing. Uh, and right next to that is when I do the debates. I love it. That's my element. My element is doing the live shows and also the debates. All righty. So let me see. Shout out to uh, where am I at? Regine or Regine seven seven eighty eight who says, uh, "Hey, for those of us who don't know about your fiance and wedding, could you give a brief four one one on that? Congrats." Okay, the wedding is next year. I had a legal marriage this year. And you guys know my, my wife. Uh, her name was T-Pain. Now it's T-Logan. She's in the chat. Um, we've been together for a while. And, you know, that's the best decision I ever made. They come out here to Tennessee and, and we're together. So, yeah, shout out to my wife. She got her rings and all that. She's happy. I got my, um, my, my tungsten and white gold, you know, because... If I get somebody in Antifa, I can just hit him in the head one time and it's a wrap. Okay. So, yeah, the wedding is next year in April. I'll have pictures and stuff like that. I'll share with you guys. All we had this time was just a court wedding. All right. So that's that's really what it is. Shout out to America We Stand for becoming an ABL supporter. Thank you to DJ Hartford who says, thank you for helping me convert my friends and family. I picked up a hat from your shop. Great work. Hey, thank you for that, man. I appreciate you. I'm glad I'm able to help you. And that's, that's what I'm here for. Shout out to Easy E and AZ for the thumbs up donation. Shout out to, let me see. Oh, somebody said I didn't get married. Yes, I did get married. <laughs> Shout out to GB for the donation. And thank you to Avery Sanford who says, did you see what YouTube did to Tatum yesterday? Muted him on his live. Now, I, I didn't see that, but you guys are telling me about it. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a ask him about that. I'm going to text him and see what's going on. All right. Shout out to Tyrannus Singus for a thumbs up. Thank you to Zachary Cropper who says, hey, haha, Antifa.com. Text you to Joe Biden's website. Yes. I don't know. Somebody, somebody did that. And, hey, it, it was brilliant. They got to get on top of that. So you're asking me too many personal questions. I don't even like talking about personal stuff. But anyway, Super Chats, I'm going to get back to those. Thank you to 
you're so cool 23 who says did you see all of the all of a sudden Cuomo and Lemon are saying black conservative black communities don't want to defund the police <laughs> major straw grass in my humble opinion and, you know because they know that it's not popular it's not popular at all that's just not what it is people don't they don't we don't like that so they have to change their tune now they they thought that we just don't like the police they thought, they thought we were just gang beggars and criminals and we want to have the police defund it so we can do whatever we want to do but we don't like that because it's more dangerous it's simple all right so let me see shout out to johnny wishbone who says glad i found your channel abl keep up the good balance reporting on stories that mainstream media are afraid to cover tears from canada thank you for that man definitely appreciate your boss thank you to nope not today who says great name by the way i love you abl and support you and i love your show but that cow kid is an idiot you go and seek danger you're going to find it don't swim with sharks but how was he seeking danger he wasn't trying to you know seek danger if you out there just protecting the business and people are running up on you and chasing you when you're running away. If you if you are standing somewhere protecting protecting the business and then they run up on you and you run away with a rifle, how is that seeking how is that seeking danger? You know, if you're seeking danger, you're gonna run towards them with the rifle, not running away when they're chasing you. So nah, that he was not he was not at fault. Free cow. Thank you to Gregory McGarth who says, Thank you for your work, thank you for your donation. I appreciate you. Thank you to Krillin876 who says, ABO, please get Akintunde TV on your show. Shout out to Akintunde. Big up Akintunde. Yeah, I'm a fan of his work. Thank you to Bentley Baby who says, shameful that MLK Jr.'s son say he stands with Black Lives Matter. His father will be disappointed. Yeah, he's rolling in his grave right now. It's really a shame. Shout out to Lori Double O who says, love my sir, sir, sir shirt. Thank you for being real in this age of fake news. I'm glad you got your shirt. Thank you for that. I appreciate you. Thank you to Mustang Manglerable who says, next time you and Tatum do live YouTube, you guys should get conservative guy with you. All oh, he speaks facts. Thank you for that. Shout out to Halako Shamface who says, Anthony, please cover what happened to the 1400 kids in the UK. Duck, duck, go with you. It will terrify you. Shout out to Bentley Baby who says, congrats on your nuptials and may God bless you and your wife. Thank you. Thank you to Matthew Phillips who says, after the election, leftists worldwide will stop exporting BLM and for nonsense. Today in Montreal, leftists toppled the statue of Canada's first prime minister. Unreal. Trump 2020 will demoralize leftism. There you go. Thank you to Julie Nelson who says, I left California two weeks ago. You hauled 2x the price to leave California as they were having trouble getting the vehicles back. Exactly. People going one way out and going far away, not just, you know, going in town, in state. Now they're going halfway across Texas, Florida, North Carolina, everywhere. Thank you to Ronald Montal, who says, I'll tell me on that bust and the Q press question. Shout out to Jamers Unify, who says, or Gamers Unify, who says, love your content. Thank you for that. Thank you to Shreves who says, congrats, APU. Love you both. I was there before it started. I still remember. Happy for you both. The kids' first words might be, sir, sir. It might be. It just might be. Thank you to Brenda F. who says, did you see that they tried to attack the President Trump at Dayton, Ohio, Riley? Really? They did that? I didn't see anything about that. Hold on. Let me just look at it right quick so I can just have it. Let me see. No, I didn't see anything about that. That might be an old video. All right, let me see. Okay, shout out to Shreves who says, thank you, ABL, for the video on saving our children. 
we were right on too. We always talk years back when you started going live about FC no more. Exactly. We were on it from the very beginning. We knew what was going on. That like they don't want to, you know, we knew what was happening way back then. Shout out to my man, Zeta just came sword. Thank you. Who says, congrats, man. Bless you all. And here's to a beautiful future for you too. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. Thank you to iForce2D who says, there used to be someone who looks just like you. Same million dollar smile. Running a channel called ABL Gaming. <laughs> just wondering if you know what happened to that guy. Hey, man. I, that's, that's a good question, man. I got to figure out. I got to, you know, I know what you're talking about. I got to go contact him and see what's going on. So he might get that back cracking if you get some time. Thank you for that. I appreciate you. Thank you to Ron Henderson for the Superman emoji donation and your donation. Thank you to Double O Tyrone who says, did you see Brian Urlacher go after the NBA for boycotting? Yeah, I did see that. And Matt Forte went and called him ignorant. Yeah, Brian Urlacher was like, well, what are we doing protesting for a guy that had a sexual assault allegation on, you know, for a warrant? Like, what are we doing for that guy? I mean, just basic common sense. Common sense, I feel like nowadays is like seen as taboo for some reason. Thank you to Stephen Navarez, who says, hashtag defund a Democrat and refund a blue. Thank you for that. Robert B says, should black conservatives have their own news channel? There's something like that in the works, if I'm not mistaken, but I can't say too much about it. But I'm not necessarily, I mean, if they ask me to come on and do a hit, I'll do it. But I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not involved with it like that. Shout out to Margaret M who says, Tim Pool did a deep Facebook data dive from articles. Highest Twins, number one on Facebook, huge amount of views. No wonder they want to silence them. Exactly. Highest Twins are superstars. And shout out to them, real good guys from Virginia, just like me. Okay, so some of the best guys on planet Earth are the Hodge Twins. They're, they're humongous. They're like, if they, because they got a big reach, they want to silence them before the election. This always happens. This is the same old thing they've been doing. They, they did it in 2016 as well. Thank you to Critter, I can't pronounce that, who says, BLM organizer Patrice Cullers feeds, summons dead ancestors. Say his, her name is actually summoning the dead voodoo it's not to remember they lived do not repeat or say her name there you go do not repeat say her name i got you thank you to errol hooper who says can you share your thoughts on how conservatives can't come back against cancel culture what would you say what would you say to someone who was interested in conservative law like yourself brandon tatum um that's a good question we could cancel it by just giving the truth that's the best way I can say it because a lot of times cancel culture is based on false information. It's based on ignorance. It's based on just immediate knee jerk reaction. If you're able to give the truth, just based on reality that cancels a lot of the cancel culture in my humble opinion, I, I can't really, I'm not really sure what else I can say to that. That's a good question though. I might need to think a little bit more about that. Thank you to wise MD for your donation. Thank you, thank you for that. Come on with Mexico. Thank you to Don't Need Democrats, Fake Fitty, exclamation mark, who says, Ayanna Presser looks like the enemy from Austin Powers. <laughs> Thanks for the feedback on the Antifa website. God bless. Thank you for that. I appreciate you. Thank you to Thieven, who says, I think BLM needs to um, burn more Democrat uh, buildings before we learn our lesson. <laughs> Thank you to MMR for the Cheshire Cat smiling donation. Thank you to Stephen Navarez for becoming an ABO supporter. Thank you to Leo Mazina, who says congratulations. Thank you for that. Thank you to Abraham Abraham, who says Kyle has done more than all Democrat politicians of these burning cities combined. Facts. 
Big time facts. Thank you to Elvis Jones who says, I appreciate what you do. You're one of my go-to guys on news. Thank you for that. Shout out to Matt Mason who says, it sounds like Kamala is trying to legalize her relations with Willie Brown. Uh-oh. Uh, you, you, hey, you super woke right there. Thank you for that. Thank you to Faith Sperry who says, 12 more years, 12 more years. And congrats to you and Mrs. ABL. Thank you for that. I appreciate you. Thank you to KGM2012 who says, congrats on your marriage. Wishing you both a lifetime of love and happiness together. Kim M. from Delaware. Thank you for that. I appreciate you. Thank you to Captain Von Eric, who says, peaceful protests and peacefully. John J. DeBerry Jr. I, I, I had that on my, on my Instagram. It was right there on there. This guy kicked out of the Democratic Party and the Tennessee legislature. He bought the king. He bought with king. That's crazy. So you got a guy that was like actually out there with king, fight for civil rights, and gets kicked out of the Democratic Party. So we know where he belongs, right? Over on the right with us. Which is where King was as well. I'm not quite sure why he was on the other side with the left. I don't, you know, I don't really get it. Thank you to Moses of God who says, ABL blowing up, million subscribers within the next month, I predict. Been a fan for years, congrats. Thank you, man, I appreciate you. Thank you to Tony Pro who says, congrats, ABL, on your marriage from Big Nana Express XL from the Bronx. Thank you for that, man, I appreciate you. Thank you to Kelsey 99 who says, congrats on the marriage, ABL, a true power couple. I've been married 25 years this month, and it's been great. Congrats on your anniversary, man, 25 years. Thanks for doing the RNC stream. It was really an uplifting speech. The DNC was a wreck, absolutely. All right, let me get to the next one here. Shout out to Judas Reigns who says, the number of bullets in Texas, three, two in the chest, one in the head, U.S. Army. There you go. <laughs> Thank you to Bill Arnhart Knappen who says, Vid on redstate.com shows a man shooting the pistol in the air prior to first Rittenhouse shooting. Kyle thought he was shooting at him. There you go. Thank you to Yogi Fish who says, congrats to your union, blessed by God. I appreciate you. Thank you to Robert B for your donation. Thank you to Michelle Thomas, or oh, pardon me, Michelle Therese who says, congrats, ABL, love you. Thank you for that. Shout out to G-Dubs who says, shout out to ABL and ABL squad. DMs you on Twitter. Curious about your streaming setup, equipment, software, etc. Can I get a DM back? Um, yeah, I hit you back. I'm going to hit you back, but I'm going to say it right now just so I can get it out. Okay. Um, my software that I use is called OBS, Open Broadcaster Software. Um, I use that. And I have kind of a higher-end setup, but not really. The main thing that's high-end is my camera. This is a Sony A6400. This is a point-and-shoot camera. Um, and I have it linked to my computer with an Elgato. Hold on, what is this? Um, oh, Elgato cam link. This is, yeah. So to have an actual point and shoot regular camera with all of that, I have an Elgato cam link that goes from the camera to my computer as USB. So it's like, it's like a USB converter for like actual point and shoot cameras. And I have a Rode newscaster on top of that, which is a receiver. Also have a long mic. That's kind of a lot, but that's when I go and do uh, RT. So I have a lapel mic, so it's wireless. It connects to the receiver right there. I got a receiver right here with the mic attached to it. This is um, a Rode pod mic. And I have a mixer right there. That's a Yamaha MX, a Yamaha MG 10XU. Hold on, a Yamaha MG10XU, there you go. So the mixer, the mic, 
the camera, the attachment to go to the computer, and also two big lights right here. These are box lights. Probably the best way to describe it. If you search on Amazon for box lights or box lighting, you'll see those. They're pretty big. And I got two of those, one right there, one right there. Excuse me. And when I stream, when I record during the day, I have a window right there that's usually open. That's why I might kind of change on me. But that's kind of my setup. And I have a raised, I have a, um, a six foot desk here, bamboo that I can control where it's up and down. Okay. And let me get to some more super chats and then wrap it on up, put a bow on the top. Thank you to Lili who says, congrats to you and your bride. You got married on my birthday. Woohoo. Hey, happy birthday to you. You know, hey, I picked a great day. I see. Shout out to Robert B who says, already read that one. Thank you to Islander who says, happen at Atifa.com to your search, see what happens. Thank you to Captain Shazam, Captain America Shazam who says, congrats. So MAGA together, 100%. Shout out to Chaz1422, who says black conservatism needs to be promoted as an exciting new political philosophy. Try and get the best among you in university positions. Hey, you might do that. Thank you all for being here. Most certainly appreciate you guys. Oh, I have one more attachment that I have. Well, two more. I have a Manfrotto, M-A-N-F-R-O-T-T-O arm and a clamp to keep my camera in place. Cause like I said, this is a pretty decent sized camera. So I can't just, you know, put it on my monitor, monitor right there, monitor right there. I got it right here in the center on the Manfrotto arm. And I also have um, an AC adapter to where I can plug it into the camera. So the battery, I'm not, I'm not using the battery on the camera. I'm using like an actual dummy battery. That's actually an AC adapter into the camera to keep it live for a long time. And shout out to G dubs who says, thanks brother. I've got some of the gear already and I've used OBS before. The cam look is kind of annoying to use with it. Sorry to chat and get all nerdy here. Was genuinely curious of your setup. Hey, it's all good. Thank you, man. I, I appreciate you. Um, all right. That'll be right for me. Thank y'all for being here. Definitely appreciate you guys. Um, yeah, I will see you guys again on Wednesday live and I'll be doing just more videos all the time. Anyway, I do my videos twice a day, usually pre-recorded about 10 minutes each, uh, Monday through Saturday. And Sundays I'm off. And that's pretty much it. Oh, like the video if you've not liked it yet. And also subscribe if you're not subscribed yet. Uh hit the bell when you subscribe so you get notified. You know, you know the drill. You know, you know the thing. <laughs> all right, that's all I got. So shout out to the moderators. You guys do a great job. You got True Helper, Killer Sushi, Zedochi's Kane Sword, uh, Kim Bone, Bill from the Hills, True Helper. You guys are fantastic. Streams to see you in the building as well. Um, I will see you guys again next time. So until next time, y'all be safe. I'm out. And peace.